1: Today is 19th day
2: of October. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia police say two more arrests have been made in the killing of Officer Richard Mendez at Philadelphia International Airport last week, bringing an end to the search for suspects. The arrests come just two days after police took 18-year-old Giovanni Martinez-Fernandez into custody. Police believe he was among four suspects involved in the deadly shooting that also injured Officer Raul Ortiz and killed suspect Jesus Hernan Madera Duran.
4: I-, I don't know if you're going to hit this at all, Kathy, but I saw a report yesterday from Joe Holden from CBS that said uh, for as much security as they have at the airport, there are no cameras in the, the parking garage. park garages. I don't know okay. why.
3: There are a lot of parking garages that don't have security cameras, and I, I don't understand why. Remember my car got broken into yeah. the king of pressure yeah. Mall. That was one of them. There was a whole
0: rash of uh, break-ins.
3: And then there's uh, there was a big one that um, I was talking to somebody who who parks there every single day for work, and there's no cameras. And there was uh, a lot of break-ins in that that specific garage and i guess they know there's no cameras i don't
0: know will will this change that Uh, you know i mean
3: i don't know i don't i'm just saying i don't know why there wouldn't be cameras in garages if you could put them everywhere else why wouldn't it be in a garage
2: okay now at the airport when you pull up to the different levels uh Uh and before you get off on the level there's a little counter number that tells you roughly how many spots are available on that particular level how the hell would they know that if they don't have any cameras right Cameras are mm. sensors, you know? Yeah maybe, sensors. Sensors, yeah, yeah, maybe they're sensors. Yeah, maybe we have it. Uh, okay, possibly. Yeah,
3: because they also have that at the King of Prussia Mall—the sensors that tell really? you. Really? Well, or they tell you how many spots that are in that, that garage. They're just
2: guessing. Yeah, just yeah. guessing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a guess. yeah. <laughs> they just throw random numbers so 11, up there. Probably eleven. Watch yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> watch this. <laughs> look look put at this a, idiot. Let's put a two here. Moron. There's like 50 spots available. He's gonna drive right by. How mean. long does he
0: drive around before he realizes we're having with him?
3: Well. The deadly shooting erupted in the parking garage when both officers witnessed a suspect vehicle break in as they arrived for their shifts. 21-year-old Alexander Batista Polanco from Camden was arrested on Tuesday at 1230 in the morning in New Jersey. He was transported to the Philadelphia Homicide Unit after being taken into custody and is facing arrest warrants in both New Jersey and Scranton. 21-year-old Hendrick Peña Fernandez from Pensauken was taken into custody Wednesday by New Jersey State Police after a search of his home was unsuccessful. He will also be extradited to the Philadelphia Homicide unit, Murder and attempted murder warrants have been approved for all three suspects, according to the DA's office. Philadelphia police say everyone responsible for the shooting is now in custody, including one who died the night of the shooting, the second arrested on Monday and the two arrested Wednesday. A weapon has not been recovered and police have yet to release which suspect may have fired the deadly shots. None of the officers are believed to have fired their weapons during the shooting. Almost two decades after Natalie Holloway vanished in Aruba, the man long suspected in her death has confessed to killing the Alabama teen in grisly detail court documents reveal. Johan Van der confession was publicized shortly after he pleaded guilty in federal court Wednesday to extorting and defrauding Holloway's family. He was accused of trying to sell information about the location of Holloway's remains to her mother, Beth Holloway, in exchange for $250,000. What level
0: of scumbaggery is that? That's what the mom said. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's over. Uh, he is no longer a suspect in my daughter's murder. He is a killer, Beth Holloway said on Wednesday. After 18 years now, Natalie's case is solved, she said. He gave a proffer in which he finally confessed to killing Natalie. Uh, The proffer, a defendant's offer... uh in a, in a proffer, the defendants offer information uh, they know about a crime as part of a plea deal. 36-year-old Vandersloot admitted to killing Natalie with a cinder block on an Aruban beach after she rejected his sexual advances, according to a transcript of an interview with his attorney. Vandersloot said Holloway need him in the crotch after he tried feeling her up, and he responded by kicking her in the face and bludgeoning her with a cinder block. He then decided to push her off into the ocean, according to the interview transcript. Holloway's body has never been found. In 2012... An Alabama judge signed an order declaring her legally dead. The deaths of Holloway in 2005 and Stephanie Flores, a Peruvian woman in 2010, whom Vandersloot previously admitted to killing, prompted a judge to sentence Vandersloot to 20 years on the federal charges. He's currently serving a 28-year prison sentence in Peru for the murder of Flores. And then in 2021, he was convicted of trafficking cocaine into the prison and was sentenced to an additional 18 years. A Philadelphia jeweler was robbed at gunpoint after two suspects followed him home uh, from the city all the way back to his Bucks County home. Authorities say the thieves made off with the watch valued between $150,000 and $170,000. Uh, in, it all began just a few hours after the store on Jewelers Row in Center City posted a video on Instagram advertising the newly acquired rose-colored Petite Philippe watch. After the video, a man who was not a previous customer came into the store wearing a COVID mask. Surveillance images show show that after going into the store, the man jumped into a a 2020 black Toyota Avalon with another man behind the wheel. That car had been parked behind the store. They sat outside of the store for three hours, uh, and the owner says, as I walked in and out of the store a few times, I saw them, and they probably were trying to make sure that I was still wearing the watch. After the owner closed up for the night, investigators say the suspects followed him all the way home to Newtown, Bucks County. The suspects pointed guns at the owners, and they were able to get away with the victim's cell phone and the expensive watch. In sports this morning... The Phillies who are up two games to none in the NLCS. Are in Phoenix tonight for Game Three against the Arizona Diamondbacks. In the playoffs this year, the Phillies outscored their opponents forty-six to thirteen. That thirty-three run differential is the best in baseball playoff history over any eight-game span. Ranger Suarez will get the start for the Phillies, while Brandon Fra- Brandon fought will get the start for Arizona. The first pitch is scheduled for five oh seven tonight. In the ALCS, the Houston Astros got their first win of the season, beating the Texas Rangers eight-five last night in Arlington. Matt Scherzer returned from a major strain to make his first start in a little over five weeks, but didn't pitch past the fourth inning. Jose Altuve hit a home run to lead off the third, and Mauricio Dubon added a run-scoring single with one out in the fourth, giving the Astros a 5 nothing lead. They were able to hang on for the win, and the Rangers now lead the series two games to one. Game four is tonight in the Rangers' home park, and the first pitch is set for 8 3 In the WNBA, the Las Vegas Aces beat the New York Liberty 7 70- to 69 in Game 4 to become the 2023 champions. The Aces are the WNBA's first repeat champions joining the Houston Comets and the Los Angeles Sparks as the only franchises to win multiple championships in a row. And the Flyers, who are 2-1 and one, three games into the season, are home again tonight and will host the Edmonton Oilers. The puck will drop at 7.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Alright, thank
2: you very much, Kathy. We welcome you to a Thursday morning, friend. Glad you're going to be joining us once again. We're running out of time with Crumbum Cash today and tomorrow. And that is I That's it, yeah. A couple of winners yesterday. Let's do it again today, alright? We start at 8 and then we do it again at 10 a.m. We have a few other things to bring you up to speed on. The fact that we have some guests joining us. Murr, James Murray from Impractical <laughs> Jokers. He's actually going to be in town. He's not doing anything with the Jokers. He's going to be at the Free Library on Monday and he is going to be joined by uh, director-writer David Zucker of the Zucker Brothers fame. Yes. And they are reading from a book called Surely you can't be serious. The true story of Airplane, yeah, and that's going to be great. And Murr is uh, is serving as host for that, so he's a huge fan of the movie Airplane. I think that's cool, yeah, yeah. to
0: have him there doing that. And the, the yeah. movie has such a legend behind it—the original Airplane, <laughs> the how it got best. made. It is the best. So it was we'll- on last night. Was it wasn't really. Yeah, it was at, on Flick, so it was unedited,
2: which oh, is great. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So we'll talk tomorrow about that later on this morning. We're also going to get ready for the Phil's game today. Michael Barcam will be stopping by and he'll be in our studio and uh, we'll chat all things Phil's. Yes. Uh, getting ready for He's the known game. for being enthusiastic. Just slightly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's great because it's an early game today, five o'clock. We actually <laughs> get to watch the whole game, Yay. which is wonderful. And uh, we're going to be doing it at the Acora uh, uh, Love in Action Gala tonight, uh, believe it or not. It's turned into a watch party. We're headed to the Hotel Monaco. So I know there are some tickets. If you want to come watch the game with us, you can certainly do that. We have links on Uh You can go to coralia give. Smart.com for tickets and information. That's a mouthful, but you can go to <laughs> yeah. our website uh, and find it there, too. Uh, we're also going to give away passes for an advanced screening of Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, it's coming up next Wednesday at the AMC Cherry Hill. So if you're a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's, I know my, my youngest is uh, way into it, uh, we'll have those uh, tickets. So get yourself set to win those today. And we have an announcement coming up in the 7 o'clock hour about a cool contest, one that we've never attempted before. No. And uh, we're going to take a run at it. So I just want to give you a heads up that we have an announcement coming up in the 7 er, 7 o'clock hour early uh, that uh, you might be interested. Who the hell knows? All right. So stay with us on that. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Stupid question. Entertainment report. Oh, man. A Philadelphia treasure passed away. uh, And we'll explain when we return. Stay with us. The MMR app can't remember your
5: Wawa order. But it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system. Streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks.
6: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook,
7: and TikTok.
6: And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding.
7: Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme.
2: Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com to get started. Alright, let's give some away. We have a VIP for a pack of tickets for the Lincoln Mill Haunted House on Main Street, Manioc, and that is for this Saturday. The question that I ask you, who are the Mario Brothers usually trying to save? uh uh-huh. 215 263 WMMR call if you know the answer. Who are the Mario Brothers usually trying to save? 215 263 WMMR Got some birthdays to mention while we kill some time waiting for your call to come in today being the 19th day of October. October and we got some good ones. We'll start with the amazing John Favreau.
0: Yeah, as he turns a year older. He is basically the reason we have the Marvel Universe now in movies. He pushed hard for Iron Man. Yeah, and um, that that got the ball rolling. Yep, it certainly did. And he's been behind the helm of
2: uh, a lot of stuff, including Elf. Yeah, People forget about yeah, that. I mean, great. What a, what a yeah. masterpiece that he's gotten
0: his hands on as far as a holiday film goes. And uh, Chef, another great movie. Chef is a great movie. Uh, He comes from uh, swingers and and all of those, uh, uh, you know, Vince Vaughn uh, comedies and things of that nature. That's where he first uh, got his chops. And going all the way back to Rudy.
2: Yeah, Rudy, you're right. Uh, So he turns 57 years old today. Uh, The great Evander Holyfield. (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, he had his ear bitten off. Right? Not off, but bitten pretty hard by th- yeah. Mike Tyson. What? Uh, so he is... Uh, no, a
3: piece of it was off, though. Yeah, a piece it of it was beer? off. Yeah, oh, a chunk he of it bite a bit, a bit he of it off? Oh, yes, Jesus. in fact,
0: there was a great shot. They were both at some sort of a, a match. And uh, Tyson was two rows back from uh, from him. And whatever it was, the way the light was catching his ear, you could see the little nimble mark. God, I remember uh, yeah. watching that fight live yeah. at my buddy David's yeah. house. And we're sitting there going,
2: <laughs> what? What is he doing? Yeah. I mean, we're like, has it come to that? <laughs> Are biting <laughs> people? What the? <laughs> could,
0: could not believe it. It was amazingly... Uh, he
2: did it twice in did, that yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. unreal. Uh, he is uh, 61 today. Uh, Chris Catan. Doesn't bite ears. He eats no. bagels, uh, we, and he makes a mess. Yeah. Uh, he did that here in our studio, uh, but
0: he is turning a year older at fifty three. And the dude had a. Tr- really bad back accident, and so that caused him a uh, mild addiction to painkillers. Yeah, and a, he was—I think he might have been dealing with that in one of the visits what,
8: here. When yeah. he was here, I think. Yeah. That week. Well,
0: he was
2: clammy and sweaty, yeah. and that's yeah, like an opioid right. you know, uh, withdrawal syndrome. So, uh, you know, he, he was or yeah. symptom, uh, but hopefully he's gotten it together. He's fifty-three today. Ty Pennington has his birthday. yeah, oh, yeah, we
8: got him. Yeah. yeah got so him. this was. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so
2: that was from uh, Extreme Home Makeover, yes. and uh, he was doing some kind of a, a chant uh, for a, a, a group of people that were – I forgot where they were from. I I think they were the Samoan. Yeah, yeah, So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We years we've been playing that thing. We had him on the show. We played it for him. Yeah, He didn't even he didn't, remember, he didn't remember doing he didn't, that. He uh, didn't know it was him. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> he is uh, 59 years old today. Uh, John Lithgow, we talked to him earlier this year. Super nice guy. Uh, he is 78 years old and he's been in so many great
0: movies. I brought up TV a, shows. Buckaroo Banzai, which yeah. is a cult favorite and he, he loved that I brought that up because that's one of his favorite fun time movie experiences. Yeah. Uh, and he, I love Harry Henderson. Oh, I right. just love that. It's movie. It's a great movie. It's it a is. great, good movie.
2: He can play. He can play a slapstick comedy yeah. and turn right around and do heavy drama, heavy stuff. In The Crown, he's uh, the Churchill. Win- he's Churchill. Yeah. yeah.
9: Also in uh, Bombshell, he's Roger Ailes, and there's yeah oh. with Margot Robbie, and that's like. He's getting turned on. <clears throat> she's getting turned on, and she's completely uncomfortable, and it's a terrible scene to watch Yeah,
2: because you know that it happened. So he's 78 years old today. Uh, the pop artist, Peter Max, big, bright colors.
0: We have him in the studio. Yeah. He, uh, he was uh, doing his artwork at the uh, King of Prussia. They had a show, and uh, he he was uh, good friends with all of the Beatles.
2: Yep, he's 86. In, in
0: fact, um, um, Yellow Submarine is done in his style.
2: Absolutely. He's 86 today. Uh, it's also Trey Parker's birthday today, co-creator of South South Park, uh, voice of Cartman, and many, many other characters. They're
0: promoting a new South Park movie on Paramount uh, that's coming out like a long form uh, film. So it uh, looks pretty. Uh, the, the show's still great. When that original South Park, uh, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut <laughs> movie
2: came out, we just couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they went as foul as you could go. Right. And then. For a release. <laughs> then <laughs> they went even further with uh, World Place Team America. Yeah. Uh, Team America, World Place. Because. Uh, yeah that was
0: even like oh my
2: god you just couldn't believe what they did in that movie
0: uh and those are the same guys the Book of Mormon and yeah. uh, you know I mean all of the, they they don't ever stop um pushing the boundaries I
9: think they're both geniuses but Trey seems to me to be like the musical genius of of the two like he just like he, and when he gets in the zone I think there was a um documentary it was like six days to South Park or something like that and you watch Trey sort of just become this creative um uh, I don't know he's a genius He's, yeah, she's an incredible, incredible person. I love. I'm a, I'm a fan of basketball.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he turns fifty four today. Uh, Patrick Simmons, singer, guitarist, the Doobie Brothers. Uh, which Doobie you be? <laughs> uh, he turns uh, seventy five. That's from uh, the "What's Happening" <laughs> yep. episode where the Doobie Brothers were featured, and rerun was. Uh, <laughs> Always oh, really good. Little legging line. Uh, yeah. recording. Uh, but they, I, I contest, and I've said it not that long ago, that the Doobie Brothers, their harmonies, they rank up there with some of the best of the Crosby Stills and Nashes oh, yeah. and the Beatles. And when, when all of those guys are singing together and they hit these, you know, they're, they're like the Eagles, you know, when they hit those hearts, Amazing. It's full and big, and it's just, you can't deny it. vocally what they've done. You know? And
4: when you hear it live, I mean, when I hear recording, it does it, but like when I hear it oh, live, man. chills. All it's you... Absolutely chills. Preston, you sent me. Um, Larkin Poe doing a, a harmony yesterday, yes. and yeah. that gave me chills. Yeah,
0: so you can find concert footage of them, like you know, oh, yeah. a- alive, unprocessed, sounding phenomenal. Oh, um, okay. This isn't Patrick Simmons
2: singing though, but well, on the vocals here it would be, but. He's the main in uh, Blackwater. Yeah, uh, he okay. sings the lead vocals in Blackwater, which is you know a classic. So, but happy birthday to Patrick Simmons, who is seventy-five today. Uh, oh, we're gonna play Blackwater. Hey. It's a great song. <laughs> just play it all three times. Uh, sure, yeah. uh, we'll have to play just the, the beginning here, yeah. the vocals,
0: so you know who. How moody he's got the really long yeah. hair. So, let me get my jug. Cut. That is it. Yeah. So happy great.
2: birthday, Patrick Simmons. Uh, Omar Gooding uh who is 47 today hanging with Mr Cooper is he related to Cuba Gooding Ju- no I, no uh, I don't
4: know
2: uh, Omar Gooding and Cuba Gooding I'm not sure if they are uh related he's related or to
0: not. Omar Epps
2: ah yeah no by the first name I don't think so but he's 47 today uh Steve Jeannie C Riley oh wow who oh. sang the song Harper, Harper Valley PTA or Jeannie, no. Jeannie, well she didn't sing that, Jeannie, but no. that is name name,
0: yes. So, uh, you remember the movie with Barbara Eden
2: based on the... On the song alone, yeah. The they, song they, alone, they made a movie from the song. It's happened before, but uh, she was yeah. sort of a cougary mom, very much so. Uh, so she's seventy-eight today. Uh, Jason Reitman been here in our studio before, yeah. uh, director of Juno, uh, Up in the Air, great movie. Uh, Thank you for Smoking, another great movie. Uh, he turns uh, forty-six and uh, son of Ivan Reitman. <laughs> yes.
0: Well. Did you see the Ghostbusters film that he did? No, I didn't. I liked it. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah it actually like. it actually has a, a touching. Appearance cameo, uh, you know, at the end of uh, of some of the uh, the other players, which is really cool. Okay, and then last birthday, another person who's
2: been in our studio, and I love her uh, actress Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> Uh, she turns forty years old today. I was kind of enamored with her. I'd say so when she was here in the studio. There was she was number one. She was pretty, which was also really cool. Yeah, and she's kind of like a, she's almost like a dude. Like she's got a real she's uh, a, she's a, a what they say a guy's girl totally. Uh, and she's great in Dune. Man, she plays Lady Jessica, the mother
9: of uh, of Paul Atreides. And
0: she, and she's tremendous, but she's also terrific in the uh, Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. So I
9: just watched okay. the most recent one over the weekend. What'd you think? Oh my God, it's so good. I I've I said this before. They get better. Every, every one okay. is better than the previous one.
0: I'm so excited because the um, that's one I sit and I make sure that yeah. I'm going to, uh, you know, really... I was wondering where Roman Malik was. Uh, did you uh,
9: <laughs> wonder the same thing? He didn't show up. He didn't show up. Maybe Preston, he's this is
0: a great picture, Preston.
2: Yeah. She we, looks like your adoring girlfriend. I, I took a picture with her. She, and I told her I had a little crush on her. And so she <laughs> looks at me adoringly <laughs> in this picture. So happy 40th <laughs> birthday. The very beautiful Rebecca Ferguson. She's in the show on uh, Apple TV called Silo. She's the lead. Yeah, I watched like four episodes and I kind of lost interest in it, man. And went, don't, don't let, let her know. I know you crush her. I'll try to get back to it maybe because it's an interesting concept, but it just didn't grab me the way I hoped it would have. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this question: uh, Who are the Mario Brothers usually trying to save? We go to Josh to see if we can get the answer. Hey, Josh. Good morning. Yeah cup. Yeah. yeah, cup. yeah, cup. All yeah, right. cup. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Josh. I haven't, I haven't really thought about yet. Yeah, almost forgotten <laughs> in a while. All right, who are the Mario Brothers usually trying to save? Princess Peach. Yes, Princess Peach. Hold on, buddy. I'm gonna give you a four bag of tickets. Lincoln Mill Haunted House, Main Street, Mannion, and it is for this Saturday. Featuring over 50 live-scare actors, uh, production-quality sets, props, and special effects. Plus, you can learn more about serial killer Victor Kane's secrets <laughs> and Maniunk, uh, tickets and info, and LincolnMillHaunt.com. Reach out to Casey for a summary of all that <laughs> so. the history. All right, I got some stories to pass along to We're going to start with this, man. This is pretty wild. An exclusive interview with People Magazine published yesterday. Uh, John Stamos spoke about his forthcoming memoir, which is titled If You Would Have Told Me, and he shared that he was sexually abused by a babysitter when he was 10 or 11 years old. Yeah, Uh, The Full House actor said that he packed the abuse away, as people do, and didn't tell anyone. He said it was like you're playing dead, uh, so they'll stop. But it wasn't totally aggressive. I don't know. It was not good. So he's being kind of vague about it um he added that he didn't want the book to become about his experience this experience he said it was a page or something but i felt like i had to talk about it he said it was weird it was something that i think i was probably like 10 or 11 when it happened and i shouldn't have to deal with those feelings i also addressed his marriage to rebecca romaine in the interview uh, they got married in 1998. They divorced six years later. He said, in my mind back then, she was the devil, and I just hated her. Wow. He said, I couldn't believe how much I hated her, and it ruined my life. I hate you. I hate <laughs> you. So, yeah, he, he literally. I hate,
10: I hate you. I hate you more than
3: anything in this damn world. <laughs> I had no idea. Wait, yeah. what? After, the, after they said? at the these end haters? yeah
2: yeah wow. so but after he joined aa uh he said his mm-hmm. perspective changed he said you start thinking it's like oh she wasn't the devil uh maybe i was as much to blame as her mm-hmm. so it opened up his eyes he got off the booze and he was able to come to terms and feel a little bit better about that, but I didn't know about the uh, you know being molested as no, a kid. So horrible. he's opening up about that stuff. All right, this is the sad news of the day. Bert Young, mm-hmm. who played Pauly in six of the Rocky films, drawing an Oscar nomination for a supporting act for a supporting actor for his performance in the original 1976 film, passed away. He was 83 years old. I know, Marissa. I'm looking at Marissa. Yeah, she got to interview him. Yeah, on the red uh, carpet. It was, it was a, kind of a, a short conversation. He was definitely, you know, up there in years and and was a little bit slower in his response. But, yeah, Marissa, you, you had a chance to meet him.
11: But he was so kind. He was yeah. so excited to meet everybody on the press line. Um, and, yeah, yeah, he was older. And, oh, that's so sad.
2: Yeah. Um, Young's temperamental, jealous, but nonetheless loyal and caring Pauly Panino was Rocky's best friend. He but, always forget his last name. Yeah, I didn't know it. Uh, but he was a problematic friend who shouts at Adrian during her pregnancy, resulting in the premature birth of Rocky's son. He draws Rocky into a street fight, and in 1990s, Rocky V is the cause of the Balboa's bankruptcy. In 2006's Rocky Balboa, Paulie is back where he started working at the meatpacking plant, but he's laid off and loses his skepticism about Rocky's return to the ring and serves as his corner man. He's so great. He's and excellent
0: Rocky in Balboa. that. Because he's carrying the weight of all of those mis- Steps and he yeah. feels terrible the way about the way he
9: treated uh, Adrian. He was so mean to Adrian. He especially is. in the first Rocky. It's it's hard to watch because he's such an abusive. And, and yet well. there's
0: there's like an exchange, yeah. Preston, that I think would be where you really see him and Stallone where he's he's like you, you gotta stop doing it. and he yeah. goes you know she likes you in a playful way, and, and, and uh, there's that exchange. It's so natural, so real.
2: Well, and they uh, they, they really addressed it in Rocky Balboa, which yeah. is one of Stephen I's favorite films uh, of the Rocky cluster, and at the beginning of the movie, Rocky's going around, there is there. it was her Adrian's birthday, she yeah. had passed, and he's going to all these places that meant something to him, and um, uh, the whole time, Pauly's going, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, and he's like, Pauly, what's wrong with you? He's like, you were good to her, you had the good times, yeah. I was Bad to her, yeah. and and it was you know, and he, he, he breaks down. It. He owns yeah. it. It, yeah. Was, oh, it was, so heartbreaking, but that's and wonderful, great acting. Oh. oh, it's fantastic acting. A lot of people, you know, can kind of look at that Paulie character. Is like, that guy was just a jerk? There was an actor playing that part yeah. who was giving it a, a soul and making it
0: that awesome. He was nominated for an Oscar for that, so he has the, the, the most. Oh, if you were to watch, you watch that original Rocky, you would think. Okay, they just plucked this guy off the corner, yeah. not knowing that he came from the stage and that he was a trained actor. I mean, yeah. that's that's how good he was. In this uh, article,
2: it describes the, the character, Paulie. He said he had, or, or the actor, uh, he could take a, a thug or a goon or a mug and give him more personality, more sympathy somehow than the role deserved. And then, of course, uh, Casey and I, one of our favorite movies is Back, <laughs> Back to, to, to School. school. And great. he played yeah. Lou, the chauffeur and bodyguard <laughs> uh-huh. to Rodney
4: Dangerfield. He's awesome in okay. that movie. Yeah, he goes, you know, I what does he say? He goes, uh, I, don't, uh, "I don't I don't I don't I don't get violent. I get upset. And when I get upset, he gets violent." And then he
8: just he go to Kirk Young and he just crushes a can with his hand. Yeah.
2: There's a great line in that movie too where he goes, he's like, "Hey, listen. I'm, you know, like your father. I'm 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 tough, but I'm but I'm nice." He goes yeah. like, "One son I put through college." The other, I put through a wall. <laughs> uh, he played also Betty Bug, uh, bedbug Eddie, the vindictive monster who's one hundred fifty thousand dollars. The two protagonists in nineteen eighty four is the Pope of Greenwich Village, played yeah. by Eric Roberts and Mickey Rourke, unwisely steal from a safe. It's the whole cutting the thumb off scene, yeah. and he's uh, he's really intimidating in that movie.
0: I think that um, you know, I-, I wonder how many times both he and Joe Pesci went up for the. Same
4: role Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, He
2: uh, Outside of all the films And he was in A load of movies uh, He did a lot of uh, TV shows And TV movies as well um, He He's was one of on, David
0: Mamet's favorites
2: uh, Tales from the Crypt Columbo The Outer Limits Russian Doll Even Walker Texas Ranger He was in The Sopranos as well uh, He played the father uh, Now you have to Forgive me Because I didn't Watch Sopranos But he played The father of Steve uh, Sherepa's Bobby Bacalar Bacalar Yeah uh, and uh, Tony mentions to Bobby that it was odd that he had never whacked anyone considering his father, who fronted as a uh, barber, was the Terminator in that respect. Um, but, uh, yeah, he he played in uh, The Sopranos, too. He was born in Queens. Um, apparently he was mysterious about many details of his past, including his family's original last name. He dropped out of school when he was 15, joined the Marines, uh, served for two years, uh, and then he was trained by Lee Strasberg at the, the Actor's Studio. The great
0: acting yeah. coach, yeah, Todd
2: Brando and a
0: whole bunch of others.
2: Uh, Stallone paid tribute to uh, Burt Young on Instagram, writing to my dear friend Burt Young, you were an incredible man and artist. I in the world will miss you very much. Uh, his uh, wife, Gloria, passed away in 1974, and he survived by a daughter, Anne Maria.
9: There's a movie that came out in the late 90s called Mickey Blue Eyes, and yeah, it, gets, yeah. it gets passed over quite a bit. You grant, I, it is, and, and James Con and um and uh, Burt Young plays like the lead gangster. I love that movie. I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure or what, but he plays this guy who's just like evil and you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but he plays it really, really well and it's a really subtle acting <laughs> job. I think it's a good movie.
0: Norm MacDonald would always use that title as a goat. When it comes to movies, you can't do better than Mickey Blue Eyes. <laughs> uh, here...
2: Is the clip with uh, Marissa talking to Bert Young? A little short clip here. Of
11: all the Rockies, which one is your favorite? One. One? Yeah, because it was the
6: inventor. It caught on so fast and so strong. I was proud I had done a lot of work already. I had done to to work with him for the first time.
11: Okay, now I have to ask, do people come up to you on the streets and talk to you like you are Polly? What
2: did he say? Of the whole country or yeah. something like Those that, something but like he was them. very, very quiet. The are Yeah. <laughs> come back to my place. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you got to love him. Uh, yeah. So, sad news, Burt Young, 83 years Yellow, old. You know
0: old. what? I mean, he, he, yo, yo, yo. Yeah. I mean, how many times, he'll live on forever, not only because of his vast, voluminous film work, but because of the clips we play. Ho,
8: ho, ho.
2: Yeah, that was in response to (laughs) Paulie's yo, yo, yo. yo, All right. A uh, couple of other stories to run by you while speaking to Bill Maher on his podcast. Tommy Lee shared uh, that during the Motley Crue heydays, uh, he was drinking two gallons of vodka a
0: day. So, whoa, again, exactly. You would die. Yeah. I don't care how seasoned an alcoholic you are. I,
3: well, listen, I know somebody who was drinking a gallon a day, and I know that's an extra, but like, even that, wouldn't you go, no, there's no way. It's not I would possible. have said no way to a gallon. And, and
4: Yeah. But, like, all right, so as a pack-a-day smoker, right, when people would say that they smoke two packs, I'm like, how the hell do you smoke two packs a day? Right. You know, I'm like, I'm only able to fit those 20 cigarettes into one day. I don't know how you're able to do 40. And so for anybody who might be a gallon, yeah. you might think the same thing, but I don't know.
2: Here's here's what I think. I think that at some point it wouldn't be out of the ordinary that, dude, remember that day we drank two gallons of vodka. Right. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, maybe in in a just a bender day right, that right. they he and a friend knocked off two gallons or something like that. But you're not you're not downing two gallons of vodka every day. There's no way. Are you <laughs> suggesting that Tommy Lee is prone to hyperbole? <laughs>
8: yeah.
2: I mean, it would it would c- kill you yeah. pretty quick. Even more in the clip is like, what? Yeah. So Marr, in disbelief, pushed back as Tommy was exaggerating, uh, and uh, Lee confirmed by telling him, just ask my wife about it. Um, Which one? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Thankful of how his liver made it
0: through that wild period of his
2: life. His
8: liver was
0: on another microphone.
1: (laughs) I don't know how he
8: did it.
4: I'm like, I'm like, bam, 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 uppercut, uppercut, bam.
2: (laughs) <laughs> uh, but he said, that's what I'm saying. I pinch myself on a daily basis.
0: So He yeah. certainly brutalized his body. Oh, it's too yes. qu- oh those guys yeah. have
2: forgotten more about parting than any of us will ever know. Uh, but I still, I find it hard to believe that you as a human being could survive a couple of gallons a day. The
0: funniest thing is there was a recent interview with uh, the Osbournes and uh, Sharon Osbourne talked about... Talking about Ozzy Osbourne, how she was afraid when he would hang out with Motley Crue. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, they're a bad influence. Wow. Courtney Cox has opened up
2: about her biggest beauty regret, and that is getting filler in her face. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actress, of course, uh, was on screen to a huge audience since uh, Friends first aired in 1995 when she was just 30 years old. And now at 59, she's talking about the pressures of looking young and how she wishes she hadn't given in. I was watching a, a clip of her the other day on uh, one of those DNA genealogy shows. Yes, right, yeah. And they were doing close-up shots of her face. She looks a lot better now. I think she let it all kind of... lot kinda, better now. Yeah. She got rid of all that. She said, my biggest beauty regret is fillers. There's so much pressure to stay looking young in this industry that once you start, it becomes a bit of a
0: domino effect and you keep on having more. She was just such a fresh-faced... Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Starlet when she first came on the scene, mm. and that's what she was known for all American good looks. Yeah, I just, I do feel bad for um, actresses in Hollywood because
4: they are he- held to and kept to a standard that I think is just unfair and unattainable. Yeah, but and, they do it. I mean, you can't and, help it. They, they all it. do, and, I know. They all succumb. But I'm watching Morning Show, you know, season three started yeah. a little while back, and Jennifer Anderson and her, their contemporaries, and I, I ca- oh, uh, she just left. Boom uh, boom. Uh, I'm going big bodies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, Jennifer Aniston has had to have had work done. I know she had a nose job early on in her career. Right. Yeah. But the way she looks is Pretty natural looking, right? Like
0: I don't you look can, at her going oh, it. Yeah. yeah. It depends on, but it's it's weird. When you do go out and we talk about the time it was a couple of years ago, President mm-hmm. and I were out at a radio function and you see a lot of people who look that way. So when you're surrounded by people, and you're like, Wait, why don't I look like that? You might be inclined to get that filler and all that work done.
2: So she said to the rest of the world your face is so obviously changing, but to yourself, because you're only having one procedure at a time, you don't notice. She said it was a total waste of time. And I wish I hadn't caved. Into the pressure of having it. Uh, Speaking earlier this year, she had said she messed up her face by getting too many fillers. Um, uh, She had all of her fillers removed in 2017. And speaking about the removal, she had said, Thank God they are removable, but I think I messed up a lot, and now luckily I can. Uh, and I was able to reverse most of that. Uh, so she was, uh, you know, overdoing it. Obviously, it was clear. Everybody, we were all seeing it yeah, and
12: yeah and talking yeah.
0: about it. She so. got a new movie out of it. I think it's a, uh, uh, homi- a comedy comedy, horror. I think okay. it is. I'm, I'm not sure, Nick, if you get a second to look and see what it is. But I think that's what she's promoting. Her most latest thing. Her, her, latest, her latest endeavor. Uh, Gwyneth
2: Paltrow. Has plans for the future. According to an interview with Bustle published on Wednesday, they include retiring in a few more years and, quote, vanishing into thin air.
0: I mean, goop has to have eclipsed anything she ever did with acting, right? She said, I will literally disappear from
2: public life. No one will ever see me again. And uh, during the interview, uh, she opened up about her divorce to Chris Martin as well, uh, showing that she was very burdened by the idea that she can't get divorced. Uh, she said she was worried about what it would mean for their two children. She said it weighed very, very heavily on. I mean, my kids are great. They're grounded and grateful and funny. Uh, But Chris and I both didn't really... Uh, didn't want to have them experience the divorce's trauma, so uh, we knew that it would be hard, and of course uh, we didn't want them to ever feel in the middle, or that one of us was slagging off the other one. This is
0: Apple and Moses, the kids? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah So,
9: uh, But she says when she does retire, she ain't going to do nothing. Uh, Steve, the uh, vehicle that you were referring to is called Shining Veil. It's a TV show, and it's on Stars. Starz. And oh, so okay. this is, uh, I believe the second season of it, but that's the one with Courtney Cox, and then the uh, co-star is Greg Kinnear. Thank
2: you. Let's see here. People reports that one Tree Hill actress, Sophia Bush, and professional soccer player, Ashlyn Harris, might be uh, taking their friendship to the next level. This is according to a source who said after being friends for years and running in the same social circles, uh, Sophia and Ashlyn went out on their first dinner date a couple of weeks ago. This is so recent that they are both beginning new chapters. I think they just both...
0: Broke up with their other significant others.
2: Yes, they did. So Bush filed for divorce from her husband, Grant Hughes, in August, while Harris filed for uh, divorce from her wife, uh, Allie Krieger, in September.
4: I wonder how weird that is for friends and people who have been friends for a long time that have never had any sort of uh, sexual interaction. Yeah. Yeah. That that first time where it's like I've Do you want always want to conduct an experiment. Happy, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I know. I'm thinking. <laughs> you. There's your answer. <laughs> yeah, she
0: just bruises
2: me out. Um. Yeah. Well, listen. You. It's a. It's a leap of faith yeah. because it can ruin a friendship. Yeah. If you, if, if one of you has. It got weird, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, totally. If, if one of you has uh, amorous, you know, feelings and the other one does not, even confessing that to someone. Yeah. Uh, can cause irrepar- how many, irreparable damage. How many freaking rom coms has that been the center yeah. of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, how many? Yeah. Yeah. Hallmark. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. All those. I love stuff. you. Yeah. Uh will see here. According to page six, Chris Jenner. We haven't talked about these guys in a while.
0: No, no. It's it's Uh, like seven minutes. Is working hard to
2: get the Duke and Duchess of Sussex to make an appearance on the Kardashians. Oh, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Why not ask uh, King Charles?
2: Told Bella Magazine, it's no coincidence that the Kardashians all move in the same circles as me. I'd really
0: like to meet Scott Disick. (laughs) Uh,
2: It's just a slam dunk for the two families to team up, but Chris doesn't want to push too aggressively too soon. Uh, Even if it's just a cameo, that's a huge win for Chris. The business side is now in motion and looking very lucrative ha, so said.
0: It's already a, a win. Yeah. You know, that that would be a score, but I don't think they need that to make money.
2: By the way, speaking of the king, did you see it was uh might have been earlier this week or over the weekend, uh there's a video, there's a group of um uh, mountain bikers yeah and they were out on Belmoral Estate riding and uh, there's i guess there's some public areas of that and they're riding along and the guy's got his uh, his uh, helmet cam on and there's king charles <laughs> by himself wow. out walking in the fog with a cane on this muddy trail and they stop and they have this little that's cool. A lovely little five-minute right. conversation with him, and he's wow. joking around and having fun, and and uh, it's it's really neat. You should watch it when you get I a I enjoyed chance. this conversation. I won't have you beheaded. Yeah. <laughs> but as they leave, as they start pedaling yeah. off, the guy with the helmet cam, he goes, that was a king, by the way. <laughs> uh, and it's... it's 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 worth your time to watch it. It's really nice. Are
4: they are they English or are they uh, American?
2: Uh, they I'm, they're not American. Okay. They, I, I couldn't tell by the accent, but um, if if they they might be Scottish.
4: Uh-huh. Wasn't... look who
0: it is! So... <laughs> oh my God!
2: I'm You're not... the King of England. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but here we
0: are, pedaling away on a dirt path, and who do we encounter? The King of England walking in the muck, walking in the muck and the mire, <laughs> getting it all over his fancy boots. In the Meyer. It's an honor to meet you, sir, out here in the middle of God's country.
2: (laughs) Uh, But it's.
0: Would you like part of my Metrex bar?
2: <laughs> he ends up a half eaten yeah. one yeah.
0: That's the part I didn't bite.
2: <laughs> uh but he was saying they were asking him, you know, so you're out here, he's like, he's like, because apparently his entourage was like, you know, yeah. miles ahead of him, and he's like, no, he's like okay. I like my walks alone. I like to just be out here. You
0: yeah, did?
8: <laughs> That's crazy.
0: A man of your importance walking by himself. But if it's what you enjoy, did uh, Now we're off on our way.
2: So if you get a chance, uh, take a look at that. You
0: ever see the Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome.
8: <laughs>
2: Marissa sent me this story, uh, and I want to mention this. Jim Jenkins, a creator of the beloved Nicktoon Doug, says that he has developed a sequ- uh, sequel series, Doug Two. Uh, uh, no, I don't know what it's going to be called. Jenkins initially disclosed the project in an interview that aired earlier this year. However, his comments were only recently picked up on social media. Uh, dubbed Doug Kids. That's huh. what it'd be called. Uh, the project would focus on Doug and Patty Mayonnaise, uh, now adults and married, and their two children, Yancey and Doug Jr. Uh, you a fan of Doug? No, nah, I remember it, though. Yeah. But it wasn't one that we, as a family, watched. Uh, I don't recall. Marissa?
11: Oh, yeah. It was like the start of that Saturday morning Nicktoons Mm -hmm. kind of thing, and it was big. I had just shared, you know, I just saw a little meme about this. I shared it, and my DMs went... Wild for so many people who are Did were you blow up about. on Blabbermouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, yeah, yeah, I'm not Jackie famous, Steve. <laughs> no, that's but right. it was it was good. It was part of that like Ren and Stimpy group and, yeah, and it yeah. was just classic. It was, you know, this little dorky kid that uh, we all identified with.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing him all over the place at the time, but I don't know, uh, you know. A lot of people watch the show. Would also feature adult versions
2: of Skeeter, Roger, uh, BB, Judy, Chalky, and other and original characters. Uh, Jenkins said that he developed the sequel series at the encouragement of Disney Plus, who owns the copyright to Doug. Uh, and he cautioned that the project's still in the very early stages at Disney Plus; they have yet to give the full green light. However, uh, Jenkins was <laughs> uh, went as far as to share an early storyboard of the sequel series with the hope that it would compel Disney Plus to move forward with the projects. So you're a fan, maybe that'll be coming out. We'll see about that. All right, we're ready for clips. All right. The Mill is a new science fiction thriller film about a Friday night party at an old abandoned mill that turns into a nightmare for eight college kids. And here, director Sean King Mm O'Grady talks about the excitement he felt when he first started this uh, film.
13: For me, when you're reading scripts, it's kind of funny because sometimes you're looking for ways that you can kind of mold them and make them your own. And they're not quite perfect. And this was one that just I couldn't sleep the night I read it because I knew I absolutely had to make this movie next.
2: I don't I don't wanna I don't think I wanna see it. Uh, watch the mill, it's now on prime. Here's our next clip. Killers of the Flower Moon, a new movie set in the 1920s, is about uh, members of the Osage Native American tribe that are murdered after oil is found on their land, and the FBI decides to investigate. In this clip, actor Leonardo DiCaprio discusses the approach that they took in creating this film. What if we take the chance on,
4: in getting to the heart of, of this story and the Osage community and this insane dynamic in Oklahoma at that time, another chapter of development of getting even further into the truth of that story and trying to be as honest as we possibly could about the atrocities that occurred. Good
2: boy. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon is out in theaters now. It's right almost right. four
0: hours, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's 345 or something yeah, That's a hell like of a that, commitment that, that is a, when you have to piss. That is a long-ass movie. All right, um, that's your entertainment report for you this morning. We have a lot of things taking place, including uh, Crumbum Cash. That is coming up. And, of course, we're going to have on the program Murr, James Murray, will be joining us. And Michael Barkan. Yes. We're going to talk a little bit about <clears throat> the fills at some point. And And also, when we return, we have an announcement about something that's pretty cool I think you're going to enjoy. Yes. So stay
12: with us. We'll be back in just a moment, friend. Hello, good citizens. Pierre Robert here. This Saturday night, join me and Jackie Bam Bam, along with Alicia Vitarelli and Bob Kelly. We'll be hosting a tribute to Jerry Blavitt at the Academy of Music on Broad Street, a star-studded evening with Darlene Love, The Intruders, The Happenings, Bobby Wilson, the Chantels, and Low Cut Connie. It's going to be a great night and some tickets remain at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. But wait, there's more. The tribute continues Sunday morning at 7. Tune in to WMR. As Jackie and I pay homage to the boss with the hot sauce, we will co-host the final broadcast from Jerry's home studio. We'll play the very records he loved and shared so passionately over the Philly airwaves and some of our own. Please join us for a very special tribute you won't hear anywhere else. For the Geeter with the heater, Jerry Blavitt on 93.3 WMMR. Truly everything that rocks.
2: So this announcement that we have, I'll give you the kind of the origin of the whole thing started uh, when Casey had reported to us that he had seen some dorm rooms recently. And
4: I don't know if you saw a video or what it was. Yeah, my niece is, uh, oh, I have a couple of nieces that are freshmen in, in uh, college this year. But my one in particular, she's at, at Syracuse. And she just did this um, this little tour, uh, video tour of a room. And I guess maybe she was sending it to her mom. And then she shared it with, you know, me and my other brothers. Blew you away? Dude, I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> when I you know, listen, I was fine living in the, the, the horrible, terrible like cinder block room. It yeah, was fine
0: halfway to a prison cell.
4: But I'm looking, listen, when I was 18, 19 years old, like the most people would do for their rooms is like maybe they would put their beds up on cinder blocks to give them a little bit more storage underneath the
12: bed, right? And
4: like that was it now. I mean, these people are getting headboards. You know, like I, I mean, it looks like a, a, Well, a more beautiful. than just headboard. I, I, I know that's just one little thing, but even the headboard blew uh, uh, blew me away.
3: Yeah, everything in these rooms. So it's 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 a TikTok trend to show your when the kids were going back to college to show your mm. room and what you've done. And mostly, I, I would say, I think it's mostly the girls that are yeah, doing this. No, you're right, but Casey right. yeah. is right. Like I looked and I was like, I I mean, I want to go back to college anyway, but I want to go. Back just so I can redo my room. Like, I can't believe we weren't doing this when we were there. We were literally in a cinder block room with like one thing hung on the wall. These rooms look better than my house. We're looking
0: at a picture one right now that you would think was um, like a, um, a hotel room.
2: Uh, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So, therein started the
2: origin of the announcement that we're going to make right now. And There's an opportunity to win something pretty sweet here. So I would like to announce, first of all, the name of this particular promotion that we're doing. It is called Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. All right, so we have an opportunity for a student to win... A one, $1,000. Nice. Thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loan. Awesome. Yes. I and love that. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put it to you, Greg, <laughs> to make a short... <laughs> Sorry, it's a line from Animal House. Uh, to make a short video, and you start off by saying, Hey, Preston and Steve, so that's the only requirement. That has to be the intro to it. Hey, Preston and Steve, and then you show off your decked-out dorm room, and you can enter it at our contest page at WMMR.com. Now, we're giving you until November 2nd to make the video and post it, and it has to be done by 11 a.m. Thursday, November 2nd. Then we will put them up for a vote to see who wins. And the voting won't start till November 4th, so you have between now and the 2nd, second- so you got a few days to get to that. Uh, and show us what you got. And you might win $1,000. And like I said, that is courtesy of College Avenue Student Loans. It's a pretty sweet deal. Oh, yeah. And
4: uh, I think this is really cool. College yeah. Avenue Student Loans, by the way, a better way to pay for college. You know what yeah. kind of damage I could do in college with thousand dollars oh you know how many packs of jack
9: cigarettes i could buy with? <laughs> yes. Yes. Light. Yeah. i tell
0: you what though some of these like the, the stuff that we're seeing in a couple of pictures we saw are, yeah. are amazing so i'm looking forward to what this yields so my
2: youngest son just uh started going to westchester university uh we moved him in a Hi. few weeks ago yep uh, Rams. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but he's he moved into an apartment complex. okay um, but still, it's, it's fairly bare bones. Uh, it's not the cinder block, uh, setup. Are there a lot of students in the building? Oh, it's all students. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, every bit of it's all students. It's just not students. a dorm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, um, they, uh, they've, I was already impressed with what they've done decoration-wise. It's really cool. Hung up tapestries. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the ceiling. The and the tapestries really, is a ta- big thing. Tapestries yeah. are very common. Yeah. So, so, so.
0: Uh, 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 but these are,
2: uh, but they're decorative. Uh, they, it looks cool.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree with you. We love tapestries. And as a matter of fact, I remember when I was pledging, I had to go get a tapestry for my pledge master. And I was like, dude, that was a big deal. I was like, because now I'm picking out the decor for his room. And I got one and he loved it and it was awesome. And it gave us something to do. You would throw, uh, <laughs> Nick, I don't know if you guys did this or not, uh, b- uh, beer caps into the tapestry. Oh, yeah. And they would just collect beer caps for the entire <laughs> yeah. semester. There was a lot of downtime yeah. in college.
8: <laughs> so
2: we wanted to wait to get this promotion underway because we wanted everybody to get settled in and
0: have it just the way they want it. And so now we, you figure you're hitting the stride, right? Yeah. Because it takes it takes a while. Because you're judging by that. the elaborate nature of what we're seeing so far, uh, again, anytime I've ever gone, and I never I never lived in a dorm situation. So I, I, I didn't have, but I had a girlfriend, you know, that had a dorm and I'd go visit her. And th- even that with her flourishes still looked incarceration y. Yeah. <laughs> it still looked like some sort of facility. Yeah. That uh, so but they did the best they could, nothing like what I'm seeing now.
9: Casey yeah. and I were uh, freshmen in the same year, in 1993, and case, I'm sure this was the case in, at our sinus, but uh, half the dorm rooms had a Bob Marley poster. Uh, that a lot of the dorm rooms had uh, a Pearl mm-hmm. Jam poster with Eddie Vedder leaning up against uh, J- uh, Jeff Amand. Uh A lot of people had Anna Nicole Smith hanging in their room. Anna Nicole yeah, and Smith. And what else? Guess... Uh the the guest poster. Uh huh. Pulp fiction. Pulp fi- that I was about to say. Pulp yep. fiction slash What about Scarface? Uh no. Oh uh, yeah. Some. yeah. Uh, but Pulp Fiction slash reservoir dogs. That, yeah. that was all over the
4: place. Oh, well. and you know what I got? I had that stealth bomber 3D, like you, you had to stare yes. at the uh The magic eye? <laughs> the magic eye. That was my freshman year. I was like, Oh Did you God. have Yaffa blocks?
3: Mm. Oh, yes. W- yeah. what are are those? you kidding? There'd be,
0: there'd be commercials on TV all the time for Yaffa, Yaffa blocks, blocks, which were like um, storage They're things, just right? they stackable. Oh. They're like the yeah.
3: stackable crates. That's what yeah. where, where we would keep our clothes, because the dresser that you got was like tiny, and sometimes you had to share it, so you would get the Yaffa blocks, and then just... They run a commercial in, in New York called Yaffa blocks
0: did for you, your dorm room.
2: Did you guys have a bathroom in your dorm room? No. no. Dorm room. You, had, you had to use no. a shared no. community yeah. Yeah. down the hall? And
9: I, I was on a co-ed hall, so every other room was a uh, boys and girls and then uh, so there was a um but some dorms were like co-ed by floor and then I think there were a few dorms that were just exclusively men or exclusively women yeah yeah, Did you we'll have a see. cool R.A.? Or was yeah. it, uh, Rina? Rina. Oh, my God, Lena? Yeah, and, and uh, there were, um, Amos was the... Uh, my, my buddy saw him, Larrison, and Amos... He was famous. Uh, Amos was famous. Amos had a, a huge girlfriend. Uh, anyway. <laughs> like, she was large, massive. massive. Nice yeah.
1: to meet you, Nicholas.
9: Like, <laughs> Amos was one of those guys where um, not only would he allow you to smoke weed, he would join you. <laughs> <laughs> would he sell it? <laughs> he was not the seller of it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, <laughs> R.A.s are, you, are... Again, I'm not... Not familiar with the with the uh, the whole thing because I, I didn't do it, but the REs are routinely active students at the time. Oh, oh yeah, 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 they
4: get free but, yeah. like room and board. All right, but, you know, so that's the thing like, that you have to. Uh, you, you're basically the policeman of the of
0: the dorm, but as a result, you you get to room and board for free. So statistically, how many times are they really enforcing the laws? Oh no! My, so I uh, had two. Band. I
3: had two RAs that were that would enforce. Strict. Oh yeah, they were strict. They would enforce the rules, and we would laugh at them. Obviously, coming <laughs> home after having a few cocktails <laughs> right. at a keg party in someone's basement. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were times where like we hid from them. We just shut the door, and I remember one time we actually shut the door to our dorm room locked it, got in bed and pretended like we were sleeping, as if we actually needed to be in bed, like uh-huh. she couldn't see us. Uh-huh. And, we, we were just, and she was knocking away and uh, the, the people next door answered their door and they ended up getting trouble in trouble for what we did because wow. we pretended we were sleeping. Kath, my uh, RA freshman
4: year was Mormon. And I was like, okay, we're in. Do you party. have coffee in here, um, Steve? <laughs> Steve,
0: he bought our beer for us. What? Really? Yes. Well, that is a, a less than a he was six Mormon, but yeah. he was on
4: one. And then uh, the guy uh, down the hall, who was the RA for Curtis, which is where uh, who wrote the uh, uh, Catcher in the Rye? Salinger. Salinger. That's where he lived. Um, so you went to school with JD e. Salinger? I did not. I was there a little bit after oh him, God. but he lived you in guys that were <laughs> brother. Yeah, yeah. You? Oh my God, he was always writing. <laughs> J.D. John David. Um,
0: I don't actually know what J.D. stands for. But uh, but the guy Johann
4: who, Dilbert. He the, he was a little bit tougher. Uh, he he's written me. Do you think he could number. beat up Amos? Um, no. Ex- right. Amos' girlfriend could definitely yeah. beat him up. <laughs> Wait, he's written up what? He he, he wrote. I, I got in a little trouble my freshman year. Yeah. um Pretty early on. When you on get on ball read- or. Yeah, it was all alcohol-related. I was I was what you would call an all-pro freshman. I was on academic and disciplinary probation. <laughs> hey, yeah. me too. Yeah. Way to go,
9: buddy. Yeah. But I was on dispro by homecoming. I had gotten... You know why I was on disciplinary pro- uh, probation was because of uh, friends that came to visit. So, Steve, oh, I had the friends... Worst. They, it was the worst, yeah. So, oh, because uh, they look at it as, as uh, open season. Yeah. Because they're not going to get in they're trouble. They're not going to get in trouble. So, yeah. I, I went to Bucknell, which is in the middle of the state, and um, about a uh, half hour to the east of Bucknell was... Uh, Bloomsburg, and then about 45 minutes to the west was Penn State. So we would all get together on random right, weekends yeah. or whatever. My friend Tim Sullivan, who's probably listening right now, would always show up to Bucknell, and he'd be the one to get in trouble, and, and pay I, the ended up, I ended up on probation. It was always the friends of somebody who started
4: fights on campus and Drank stuff like that. Drank too much. All right, but going back to the dorms, um, so my freshman year dorm, it, it was it was a freshman Take dorm. Take us right. on
0: a virtual tour here.
4: But, but when I was a junior, my roommate and his father decided to build us a loft, and so lofts were big in school, and
0: right? I, I saw a few of those, yeah, uh, and they they looked like that would be the way
4: to go at that time. And this thing was sturdy, Steve. Yeah. It was super sturdy, like right,
0: stepbrother it? sturdy. <laughs> more than that, more than that. But can we build bunk beds? Th- there was
4: a slight design flaw <laughs> in that. Uh, when if you didn't know any better, when you stood up from the couch that was underneath the loft, and that's what the loft was yeah. all about—you put your bedding up top, and then you have a living space underneath. It's great, but you would smash your head into the side of the uh, of the loft, and if you stood <laughs> up too fast, I mean, it was—you would basically knock yourself. Oh, out. Well, a, a quick question: yeah.
0: when you when you do that, when you when you're out of there, when you're leaving, do you have to take that? With oh, yeah. You, oh, you do? Oh, yeah, 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 You yeah. have to empty the room.
4: Yeah, you take the So you basically have to figure out what the you know the uh, dimensions of your room are. All right. Build this off-site somewhere first, right? Unless you want to do all that construction in the dorm room. Nobody wants yeah. to do that. So you build that off-site first, and then you come in. You basically just put it together like a puzzle. Now, when I was a freshman, this guy, Heintz, had a uh, loft in his room and heat press. You would love this because he basically had, like, a little laboratory where you would go and sit down and smoke pot with him, <laughs> yeah. right? And he was a senior, and you were a freshman. And you were like oh my god this this is so cool, and you would come in here like a little card table, and he would like uh he would you know someone's you in uh, all right, wiggles, that was my nickname uh wiggles, get in here and you would sit down, wiggles, yeah, yeah, he would pass you and, and hand you the bong, and then you would do your thing and then you would leave and you all right, you're up next let, Joe. Me, let
0: yeah. me ask you something with the preponderance of or the fascination with tiny houses these days, hmm. I bet you there's more opera right, Kathy. If you you know the tiny the tiny houses, right? Yeah. There's stuff built exclusively for small, right? Yeah, right. For mm-hmm. for this kind of living.
2: Yep probably. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we've uh, we've announced a contest we're doing. It's called Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to give away $1,000 uh, and it's uh, courtesy of our friends at College Avenue Student Loans. And we want you to make a short video. You start off by saying, hey, Preston and Steve, this is my dorm room and then you take us on a little tour and we're going to put it up for votes. Uh, the deadline is November 2nd, by the way, and we have, uh, like I said, a grand and that can go a long way.
4: And there is a sample video that, was, uh, that uh, ah. Lauren had made. I don't know if that's her roommate or who, who it is, but if you go to com, you can see kind of like, you know, what we're looking for.
2: Perfect. So, uh, we wanted uh, students to get settled in after a while, get the room exactly the way they want it before we launch this. Uh, so, I'm going to go to Josh, who's got a comment. Hey, Josh, good morning.
10: Hey, guys. Get Zeus. Get Zeus,
2: Zeus, buddy. What's up?
10: So, uh, Penn State, Nick, you're probably familiar with this um, East halls used to, or they still are. They're, they're the freshman dorms. They're furthest away from most of, you know, campus. Um, and back then, it used to be a rite of passage. No AC in the summer, no heat in the yeah. winter. Yeah, you got your standard mini, you know, mini fridge with the microwave. <laughs> I don't even think you could call it a bed frame. It's like a metal spring.
9: Yeah, with with the thinnest, uh, most narrow ma- uh, mattresses that ever existed. And really, like, I mean, gotta know this was 30 years ago and things have changed. Um, but if you got air conditioning, that was a luxury. Most, most oh, dorms, yeah. most apartment buildings in that era did not. Now, whenever they build new ones, of course they include air conditioning. Like Villanova's campus has doubled in size over the last decade or so. All of those new dorms are really, really nice. We did a makeover um, oh, at, at it. Go ahead. I'm sorry, they're they're
10: incredible, but East Hall's in the last five years got a makeover. And when I went back up there... It's, you look at it, and you, as as an old student, you look at it. And you go, "Are you kidding?"
8: Me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're spoiled. No, like Steve, you said
10: it was a jail. It was yeah. white cinder black. You look down the hallway, wood doors. Yep. You expect to see the locks from the outside, and doctors with white coats. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Where there's one master lock that pulls the bar across all the doors. Hey, everybody at the end. can open yeah, the door yeah. at the same <laughs> time. Everyone steps out and um, gets inspected.
10: Yeah, and now they're lapping it up
9: in luxury. Yeah. Yeah, I hate to be like back-in-my-day yeah, yeah, I, I know it was years ago. I used to ago. have to walk 10 miles for my pot. But we would go up to visit, um, you know, friends at, at Arts Fest in the summertime at Penn State. And so Arts Fest is a huge uh, festival, and, and, like, they literally bring in artists from across the state. It's a really fun thing. It also turns into a giant party. But, Steve, it takes place in the middle of July. right? And there is, if and you know, everybody is just disgusting <laughs> because they're so sweaty and so gross, and you, you have no respite from it. You have to go yeah. back to a dorm room that if you're really lucky, maybe you have a, fan blowing hot air back into the room. Right, like a convection oven. Yeah.
3: Nick, I, get, I had to get a note from my doctor uh, saying that I had allergies so I could get an air conditioning unit. Oh,
9: in really? My so you, you put one in the window?
3: In the window, <laughs> okay. yeah.
9: yeah. Oh, that's great.
3: And Steve, you joked about uh, the RA uh, you know, giving crap about having coffee in the room. You weren't allowed to have a microwave and my neighbor got busted for having a microwave Ooh. in her closet. So was that the
0: classic? <laughs> so you could have a microwave or a hot plate, correct? The Anything that plate, was a but, fire source. Hot pots you could do.
3: Right, yeah. Like, there was something you could do, and she was like, they oh, should... I don't care. I'm putting a microwave in my closet.
0: Have they relaxed that, or do you have to I live the... the print? Yeah. Are you making Chi-Chi in the... Well, t- I think I've they probably some... have
3: it now. Like, you know what I mean? There was also common areas that Comes you could use. And, All right. Like, same thing with Westchester. They redid a bunch of their dorms, so I'm sure it's, it's easy to heat up some food now.
4: I've been on some college tours, so I can tell you from firsthand experience okay. that uh, you can... There are a lot of places where you can either bring your own microwave, or you can just rent one from the university for uh. the semester. How much is that? So I don't even know. I, it might be like seventy five bucks you hey, get right. it for the semester. What's a hot pot? Uh, so you know what a hot plate is, right? Yeah. This is a basically a self-contained hot hot, hot plate. So you, you can cook your ramen noodles in there, your soup, pasta, whatever. Okay. It's just a, it's just a pot. Yep. That has a heating source on the bottom. Inside of it. Inside of okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I accidentally one time. You used to time, clean your bomb? No, no. Well, no. You used Goo Gone for that stuff. But, uh, <laughs> um, or no. you could use some uh, uh, the, uh, uh, denture cleaner. Yeah, denture go. cleaner. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't. Probably it. I'm, I'm going go with Captain
0: that. Blackfingers on this one. Yeah.
4: Go but ahead. I accidentally one time I was cooking ramen noodles, and the hot pot was on the floor, and I wasn't paying attention, and I stepped into the boiling <gasps> water. Oh, my God. With my sock on, which oh, that retain That's the heat. worse.
0: It's
2: it's oh, way you worse, son of a bitch. Oh, it's
0: way worse. Oh, no wonder you're on a suspension.
8: <laughs>
2: wow. Uh, hang on. Amanda's got a comment. Amanda, good morning.
5: Good morning. Hey, what's up? So I was in college in 2006 in Central Virginia, which was Winchburg College, is now University of Winchburg. And me and my roommate, we decorated our whole room out to make it more livable. Okay. We decorated it with stickers. Uh. Also we had a lot of color and we were complete opposites, so I living in Jersey all my life I went down to Virginia. Steve wanted to turn the heat on as soon as it, the temperature
0: went into the 60. Right, right,
4: right. <laughs> uh, so when did you go there? Because uh, I, I want to talk about uh, something you might have... Uh, I don't know if you did this or not, but another thing people are doing is, Steve, they're basically wallpapering their rooms with, with, like, contact paper. So, well, so no, wallpapering it's, over the,
2: oh.
3: It's the peel-and-stick wallpaper. Okay, yeah, you can yeah put, contact. You, can, you yeah. can put it up yeah. and you can just take it down easily and it supposedly doesn't so, rip anything off.
2: Wait, Amanda, did you do that?
3: We
5: did that with, like... Uh, we found colorful ones. this was like, I was there from 2006 to 2010.
0: So it sounds like, like, uh, like uh, you're very, like a trippy acid uh, color sort of thing going on. There, because you you mentioned color a number of times, but aren't, are most of the dorms, wouldn't the walls are mostly, they're not doing drywall in dorms, are they? No. Um, I, I feel like, so my dorm room. You need something very resilient. No, you know what? No,
4: no. Because when I, li- well, it depends on where you live in. So I lived on on-campus housing, sophomore through senior year, and those <laughs> walls were like plaster drywall. Um, but freshman year, I had a, I had a beautiful stone wall on, on one. It was like, you know, like yeah. a stone stone. How old was the building? Oh, um, many years old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe built in the uh, 1800s. That's where Jebediah or Sinus lived. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who the hell founded Ursinus? Okay. You went there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what, though?
3: People like decorating the room and rooms and things like that and making it look really nice. The, we did not decorate like that in any way. I'm
0: surprised <laughs> you didn't.
3: Well, I mean, listen. With
0: miss m- 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 fall activities. Well, and...
3: Let me tell you, Steve, so the reason that I am friends with one of my best friends still today from college is when the first time I ever met her, I had to walk past her room to get to my room. And I peeked in and I was like, look, they have a rug in there. It's decorated (laughs) nice. I I was so surprised that like at how nicely she had the room set up. Literally, she she she's been on our show before. She's the one with the disgusting pillows. Um, oh,
8: <laughs> but
3: she. I, I mean, that was what. And I ended up talking to them and becoming friends with them. And she's still my friend. You're going to be
2: my lesbian college flame. <laughs> Number of texts coming in. Uh, this says Penn State doors dor- dorms uh, come with a fridge freezer microwave a full kitchen in the lobby. Uh, this says my son goes to Gwen and Mercy University and they supply the students in one of the dorm halls with refrigerator freezers and microwaves. Not oh. a commu- not a commu- Communal. This I'm, one says, uh, Tennessee dorms have free mini-fridge-microwave combo. D1 athletes get dorm apartments with two full-size fridges per
4: four players. You used to see the commissaries these days. I mean, it's insane. And I, I didn't have any problems eating on campus for the four years that I was there. But now, I mean, they have, like,
9: smoothie stations. And Well, they need to, they need to have these amenities in order to attract students. I mean, yeah. it's still a business. So if you want to send your kid to a school, you want them to have, and the kids want to have, have amenities that are nice creature your comforts exactly mm-hmm. by the way some a couple of people
2: texted in uh, Casey Zacharias, Ursinus. Yeah, he was a
9: 16th century German theo- theologian and an important figure in the Protestant Reformation. I knew who it was. I
4: just couldn't remember the name. I just keep thinking of my my diploma as a uh, Collegi Ursini. That's uh, Latin for Sinus College, I guess. I don't know. To be Latin. Get off my. Bed. <laughs> it is
0: my desire to build a learning establishment where a young man can go and be on both academic suspension, <laughs> academic and disciplinary. Right. Yes. Oh
6: dispro.
0: Acrodispro. All pro. All pro. (laughs) As part of your initiation, you must dip your foot into boiling water. (laughs)
2: I was on academic probation one time, too. Were you?
4: Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't mean a damn thing. No, you know what it does? Is it sets this the bar really, really low. <laughs> so you so just that had... if you remain a C student, your you're doing like, better. Great <laughs> job, kid! No. D minus. Awesome. That's yeah. not true. That's
3: not true. I had friends that got kicked out of college because they were on academic probation. If you don't oh, yeah. if you don't improve, you're out.
2: Yeah, it got me together. It yeah. it, 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 Did it it was, it was a wake-up call. I was like, uh yeah. mm. oh. Yeah. That was man. in broadcasting school. <laughs>
3: How bad is that? You wanted to
2: do. I know. This is terrible, man. <laughs> this the best tasting of real school I've
0: ever <laughs> had him uh, you, Listen, I'm surprised you didn't get a scholarship. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah here, you are working, here you are working in the industry. How about that? Beloved by millions. It's ironic,
2: isn't it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so if you, uh, here's what we'd like you to
2: do. We'd like you to spread the word about this because uh, the students may be busy this morning.
9: Uh, They're not we'll, awake. I
2: know. No. <laughs> Let them know that we're doing Preston and Dorm Decor TikTok Tour, and uh, there's a $1,000 prize that's up for grabs. This, um, all su- they have to do is make a little video.
0: I love this. I'm such a voyeur when it comes to this. I, I always like to look in houses. I like the shows when oh, you see yeah. how people de- decorate uh, stuff. So I'm actually surprised as, as none of the D, uh, D- D- DIY shows... Have ever done dorm rooms? They should, right? I mean, they you know why? Re- well, not, why do we do it?
3: Because it's not—it's not permanent. Like that's why the shows aren't doing it. You, they're only there for a year and then they're yeah. out. Yeah,
0: have those, those makeovers—they do aren't permanent anyway. I know, but if right? you're yeah. looking Remember, for the trading space and stuff, yeah. Yeah.
3: if you're looking for content, and you know,
4: like okay, yeah, I can do in a half-hour show,
0: especially with tiny houses—the yeah. tiny house shows. This is this carries that on through to a likely conclusion. Kathy, maybe this go and talk to Nancy Glass.
4: Okay,
3: absolutely. You could be the
0: host. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> she's. still
0: over there? I don't
2: know.
3: (laughs) Just
0: just talk to her anyway. Uh, (laughs) Who is this?
3: (laughs) me.
2: I I wonder who in our general region in the the area here has uh, the most... you know, the best bare dorm. bones oh. uh, to begin with uh, dorm rooms. As far or as college campuses? Yeah, the uh, most austere. Sort of as far as, uh,
9: you know, center block walls well, versus, you know, uh, sheetrock or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that or, I, or the layouts. Uh, Penn and Drexel have the issue of, uh, and they've modernized a lot over the last two decades, yeah. but like th- th- both of those campuses are so old Correct. in a an right. older part of town, you would have to think that a lot of those buildings are still, and those dorms are still old. They converted the torture chambers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, Yours, uh, Penn was such yeah. an issue um, for some people that I know. Uh, a few people over the years that ended up buying a home, like a row home in West Philly yeah. because they were able to then sell it four or five years later, so they uh, made some money real estate, and that yeah. was their place to live. So, they, you know, their parents would take out a mortgage, and, and son, college is so damn expensive. It, it was actually cost um, uh, beneficial to buy a place, use that for your students' housing for, for four years, and then sell it afterwards instead of renting wow. the whole time. Yeah, No I mean, I, kidding.
0: I believe that.
9: Yeah, and ah. I mean, look, I, I I think maybe I mentioned this on, but Ben, my my son looked at University of Virginia for for in-state residents, um, it's about $30,000 a year, which is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Out-of-state re- residents, it's uh, $72,000. 72, $72,000! Right? A, a, a $40,000 $40, difference for in-state versus out-of-state. And then, Steve, on top of that, that's tuition. That's not room and board. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's in, in books and whatever the hell else, you know? Right. This, this kind of thing. Right. Seven years of college down the drain. <laughs> Might yeah. as well join the score. <laughs> but the, Yeah, know, there are 0.0. Th- point zero. zero. 0.0.
4: Uh, Nick, I had friends that uh, they moved to Florida for a couple of different reasons. A, they wanted to go down there. But B, uh, when you're an established resident down there, I guess some of the colleges are free, free. Uh, for yeah. in-state residents, and uh, and so they had done that just to you know to to save because and, and that's why this uh, sponsor for this event, uh, College Avenue Student Loans, is so important. And you and I are starting to navigate this stuff now. Preston,
0: you're starting to navigate this stuff. Uh, you you got to have some resource because it, yeah, you need something like yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah.
9: and and Casey, we've talked about this before too. But like people uh, whose parents uh, work at a university, that can help defray some of the costs too. So you get a job at Penn, and if you can send their kid there, they'll save you several thousand dollars a year. Kathy, you had something to
3: add? Uh,
9: what was it you were looking up? Uh,
3: yeah. Nancy she's on next Faster.
2: Okay. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, gonna go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning.
14: Hey, good morning.
2: Dave. Good morning to see you, Dave. What's up?
14: So I actually was on academic probation the first time I went through college, too, and I got kicked out. Wow. And the, re- the reason that that happened was because I had gotten a chronic strep infection. In my throat, and he was actually closing up. So I was sleeping 15 hours a day Whoa. because I couldn't breathe. So when well, that, I went
0: that, back home. That seems to be a, me- I mean, you should have, but just, that's a medical condition. How yeah. can you have control over that? Well, they they
14: didn't want to hear it. They 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 had campus they had campus health there, and I went to the doctor, and they gave me the same amoxicillin over and over again, and it wasn't what I needed.
8: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so
0: how, how how long before they kicked you out?
14: Uh, it took it. It took three semesters. Oh, okay, All right. All right. That's good. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean, honestly, yeah. I was digging myself out of a hole for three semesters after that first semester. Wow.
14: <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't think I ever ended up on double secret probation. <laughs> right. in academic, did, but, uh, Dave, did you end up getting your degree? I did, yes. Nice. I went back uh, in New Jersey. I went to, I started going uh, to a commuter school. Okay. I got my bachelor's. That's, That's yeah. what
0: I, I did at commuter school. Yeah, right, yeah, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it.
3: I, I found it again. Okay, here it is. It's the best uh, college dorms in Pennsylvania. Oh. Oh. Uh, Mansfield University um uh, the top ones are not really near us, but Penn West Calif- uh, California. And then Shippensburg University is number three. Shippensburg. Nice. All
4: right, Shippen- a friend who went to Shippensburg. Slippery
3: Rock is number four. Okay. Marywood fifth. Uh and then Mawr College is on here down a little bit lower on okay. the list. Uh they're eleven.
4: That, it's actually a really cute campus. Uh, wh- which one? Yeah. Brindmark. Brindmark. Oh, yeah. Is yeah yes. women? Uh I believe so. When I was um in school, like our gym was being uh, uh, redone and I was a line judge for the women's volleyball team and so our home court was Bryn Mawr College we would go there all the time okay. and uh, and so I mean but that was geez
3: Penn I've State Burks is on here but not main oh, campus I'll be there on Sunday uh,
4: what are you doing there? Uh, Rugby tournament.
8: Oh, okay.
4: I didn't even know you played. I don't. I don't. I'm just a big fan, and uh, (laughs) I like to watch high school kids play rugby. I really love that.
8: All right. Well, anyhow,
2: uh, we just wanted to kick this uh, thing off fully. Like I said, it's an an idea that's been in the works for a little while, but uh, now that everybody's settled in and they've got got the room exactly the way they wanted, we want to see it, and we want to give away a prize, $1,000, thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loans, which is a better way to pay for college. Uh, So, it's Preston and Steve's dorm decor TikTok tour, and all you have to do is make a short video, and you start off with saying, hey, Preston and Steve, you know, here's my dorm room. And uh, you can enter at our contest page at WMMR.com, and you need to do it by 11 a.m. on Thursday, November 2nd, and then we're going to put the videos up for a vote, and we'll see who ends up winning. A thousand bucks. Pretty sweet deal. We're going to take a break. As we break, I'm going to give away some of these movie passes. We have a screening of Five Nights at Freddy's yeah. next Wednesday at Uh, AMC Cherry Hill, 7 p.m. And we'll take callers 15 and 16 at 215 263 WMMR and we will set you up with those tickets. Universal Pictures presents Five Nights at Freddy's, rated PG-13 in theaters and on Peacock October 27th. We'll come back with a bizarre file and your first shot of Crumbum Cash when we return...
5: Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now.
6: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding
7: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme enter acme Swoopin' and win sweepstakes and you could win up to ten thousand dollars cash or 2024 eagle season tickets and all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopingandwingame.com acme makes sure eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro it to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time
2: to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Winnow Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90-NATION or visit winnownation.com to get started.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
8: 93.3
5: WMMR, Philadelphia.
2: You're a real crumb bum.
5: It's time for a crumb bum cash
2: And that word would be moment. M-O-M-E-N-T. We will give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do it. Enter it at WMMR.com or via the MMR app or via the text. Uh, The special contest short code number is 45911. And one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So let me give that to you again. The word is moment, M-O-M-E-N-T. Enter it right now.
1: Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre Fight.
2: Brought to you by Horizon Services. From clogged toilets to dripping faucets, Horizon's cooling, heating, and plumbing. Uh, Plumbing professionals are there when you need them. Plus, you can save 20% off of your next Mm. plumbing service. Visit horizonservices.com. Interesting story to begin with. In Florida, a man tried to evade deputies through unconventional means when they tried to arrest him for aggravated battery. The sheriff's office said... Deputies went looking for Johnny Yates at home, only to be greeted by a whiteboard with the message that said, Johnny Yates does not live here, written on uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Well, that'll throw okay. off.
3: Yeah. Uh, All right, we, we should go uh, Yeah, we just
2: proceed. He says, <laughs> says he doesn't <laughs> live here. The deputies didn't <laughs> think so. The sheriff's office said deputies saw a person leaving the home uh, who told them that Johnny was inside with several other people. That's a random message to put up. Uh, the deputies used a loudspeaker to, to command Yates to leave the home, but after an hour... We know you do live there. They used smoke to get the occupants to get out. After still getting no response, they used a canine to search the home. And the the sheriff's office said the dog sniffed out Yates, who was hiding in a modified uh, chest of drawers. Wow, like any monster! So he hid behind and in, inside this uh, this dresser of sorts. His penmanship is excellent. A criminal arrest affidavit said after his arrest, Yates told deputies that he ate methamphetamine and blue pills. <laughs> deputies say Yates and four other people did not cooperate, and they were arrested in the incident. Mexico's speaking of uh, people on drugs uh, Sin- uh Sinaloa cartel yeah the top exporter of fentanyl in the U.S. has banned the production and trafficking of the illegal opioid, killing several suppliers who refused to stop, according to the Wall Street Journal. I thought this was kind of interesting. It is? Yes. I wonder why
0: this is all going on.
2: I'll tell you. The shift, handed down in June from the Chapitos, four of the jailed uh, kingpin Joaquin El Chapo Guzman's sons.
0: God, I love a 7-Eleven Chapito.
2: And underscored by three bodies found covered with blue pills. Is reportedly in response to increasing heat from U.S. law enforcement. More than a dozen banners appeared in trafficking hubs this month, announcing the ban signed by the Chapitos and their allies. A mid-level uh, Sinaloa cartel operative told the journal he is now destroying the 25 fentanyl labs that he oversaw. Uh, some stopped producing, others kept producing, and we are killing them," he said. Hmm. Oh. That wild? We've lost our lease. Uh, About a dozen people involved in the recalcitrant uh, Sinaloa uh, fentanyl underworld have gone missing in the past 10 days. Uh, The Chapitos are worried about getting arrested and extradited to the U.S. like El Chapo and his son uh, Ovidio.
0: Why do all these cartels have such pleasant
2: names? Uh, Ovidio Guzman was arrested for a second time in January and extradited to the U.S. in September. So they are telling them to stop doing it. Interesting. I wonder if it will fully happen or not. We'll have to see. They're all going
0: to go on the straight and narrow. Yeah. (laughs)
2: A Monday night football viewing turned violent for two San Antonio residents who allegedly ended up getting into an altercation over noise. Uh, the disagreement led to a stabbing between the two men. Who were it's both tra- too loud. Transported to local hospitals in stable condition. The two men, presumably neighbors, got into a fight where knives were reportedly drawn during the altercation. Uh, the two men began stabbing each other multiple times. Oof. Both men are uh, were reportedly in stable condition at the time of the incident. I'm
0: tired of stabbing you.
2: Uh, the detectives are still investigating the incident and cover further details and there was no report of a criminal charge or Rest by press time, but they were both watching football games, and apparently they were making too much noise for each other, and they got into a fight over it, and they stabbed each other. Well, the last thing you want is a rowdy football game. All right, this is a weird story. The Coast Guard said on Monday that it has launched a formal investigation into a fatal accident aboard a historic schooner off the coast of Maine, in which a mast fell and killed a person and injured three others. Did you see the pictures of it? Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. The main mast of the schooner, Grace Bailey, splint and fell onto the deck, and the collapse killed Dr. Emily Mecklenburg. Uh, Coast Guard officials said that the formal inquiry is intended to determine what led to the collapse and identify anything that can help improve maritime safety. Uh, The owners of the vessel, the Gracie Bailey Navigation Company of Rockland, had no comment in the investigation. The vessel carries tourists off the main coast and was returning from a four-day trip when the mast snapped late in the morning. Uh, it was built in 1882. Yeah. Uh, it's about uh, It was about a mile east of Rockland Harbor at the time. The schooner's full length uh, is 118 feet, and it was in compliance with requirements when it underwent an annual inspection. But it has been involved in three other previous incidents. Well, that's a problem. In recent years, when it was under previous ownership, there were 33 people on board when the mast collapsed. That's pretty messed up.
0: It's amazing more people weren't
2: killed. Yeah. Uh, This is disturbing. Uh, The remains of at least 189 people have been removed from a Colorado funeral home up from an initial estimate of about 115 when the decaying and improperly stored bodies were discovered two weeks ago.
0: Can you imagine? Now,
2: the remains were found by authorities (laughs) responding to a report of an abhorrent smell inside a a decrepit building at the Return to Nature funeral home. <laughs> They're taking it seriously. In a small town of Penrose, about 100 miles south of Denver. All the remains were removed from the site as of October 13th, but officials say that the numbers could change again as the identification process continues. So. This is where we let nature eat the remains of your loved ones. Well, honestly, they don't do embalming. Yeah. It's supposed to be a natural uh, right. decay that they. But here's the problem is they just. Sacrament. They never buried the I yeah. never did anything with them. They just left them sitting it's out. It's a little too natural. Uh, The updated count comes as families who did business with the funeral home grow increasingly concerned about what happened to their deceased loved ones. Officials said they will begin notifying family members in the coming days as the remains are identified. There's no timeline to complete the work, which began last week uh, with the help of an FBI team that gets deployed uh, to mass casualty events like airline crashes. Uh, Officials have not disclosed further details of what was found inside of the home, uh, but uh, Sharon Allen Cooper described the scene as horrific. Authorities entered the funeral homes, neglected buildings, with Search warrant and found the decomposed bodies. Neighbors said they had been noticing the smell for days. Oh. Uh, the owners of the Return to Nature funeral home had missed tax payments in recent months. They were evicted from one of their properties and were sued for unpaid bills by a crematory huh. that quit doing business with them almost a year ago. They had to close their Return to Nature putt putt golf. I guess they did. A uh, day after the odor was uh, reported, the director of the State Office of Funeral Home and Crematory Registration spoke on the phone with the owner, tried to conceal the improper storage of corpses, acknowledging that they have a problem at the site and claimed that he practiced taxidermy there.
0: <laughs> but, oh, there's practiced. all sorts. Of, yeah, I'm, I'm getting good <sighs> at it, too.
2: So they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. I know these places
0: and people will pay because they think it, it's a more natural way they believe. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not supposed to stack them like cordwood and let them rot in a warehouse. No, you're
2: you're eventually yeah. supposed to bury them, and then they, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, well, I'm you. a taxidermist. Yep. <laughs> All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right, so you got about five minutes left to enter the word moment. That is our crumbum keyword for this hour. The word is moment, M-O-M-E-N-T. Make sure you do that now because we have today and tomorrow, and then that is yeah. it. We want you to win. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. we got some stuff to get to. Reiterate our announcement we had a little while ago and tell you about the guests coming up. Stay put
11: you <smart noise> WMMR.
12: Preston and
6: Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour is your shot at $1,000 in crisp college cash. Thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loans. Whether you've got a nifty knack for making a dorm room look like a posh Hollywood apartment or maybe more of a pizza box and rock band poster vibe, show us. Make a short video. Start off with a, hey, Preston and Steve, and show off your decked out dorm room. Enter at our contest page at WMMR.com by 11 a.m. on November 6th. Then, we'll put them up for a vote to see who wins. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. Presented by College Ave Student Loans. A better way to pay for college. And 93.3
2: WMMR. Everything that rocks your school. I'd like to reiterate an announcement we made earlier this morning. We are doing a contest called Preston and Steve's Dorm Room Decor TikTok Tour. And uh, we wanted to let uh, all the students who have moved into their domiciles for college kind of get settled in. But uh, Casey made the observation that the dorm Dorm room situation now is uh, way more luxurious than it used to be. Or at least people make it that way. Yeah, And so we'd like you to make a video of your dorm room. And we have a chance for you to win $1,000 thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loans. And all you have to do is start off by saying, hey, Preston and Steve, and then we show us your decked out dorm room. Uh, enter it at our contest page, WMMR.com. Thursday, November 2nd is the deadline. So, you want to move on this now? It should be pretty quick and easy. It might be a very simple way for you to make $1,000. Just making a little, you know, 30 second video, whatever $1,000. Yeah. So, why not give it a shot? If you know a student who could use the cash and uh, likes making TikTok videos, yeah. this is it. It's perfect for you.
0: It's got to be so hard finding college kids who like making TikTok videos. Yeah, so go to <laughs> com for
2: all of the details. Uh, real quick, a shout-out. Uh, this is from our uh, good friend Sassy. Uh, and he's asking for the, he said, the juiciest, nastiest, shout-out for a great dude. My buddy Dan Green is a huge fan of MMR. And uh, he's been in and out of the hospital. The last few weeks could use uh-huh. a little pick-me-up. So I was hoping you wonderful people can blast some doo-doo feces <laughs> in his general direction. Love ya, Charles. Sassy Lance. So here's a shout out and we hope you're going to be feeling better yeah. very, very soon, Dan. Um, before I read this next email, just a reminder, uh, this evening we, the President and Steve show are headed to the 2023 CORA Love in Action Gala and Philly's Watch Party is tonight at the Hotel Monaco in Center City. There are tickets available if you want to get those. And you can go to presidentsteve.com for information on how to do that. Uh, but it starts at 5 o'clock. We're receiving an award. Uh, the game coincides with this whole thing. So it's they've turned it into a Phillies Watch Party, which is probably going to be more entertaining than watching us get up on stage and accept an award.
0: I think we're going to have to kind of run up quickly and then run back to our seats because you don't want to miss any of the action.
2: Of uh, course, such a great organization and they, they dedicate their time time uh you know to making sure that that people get the assistance that they need over a vast array of of different uh, categories they just help out in so many different ways they're
0: like they're a bridge charity if you yeah. whatever you need they'll get you where you're going and and they do so much good work we're really impressed by them yeah and we're we're honored
2: to receive an award tonight which is cool so if you can come out and join us nice if not and you're you're going to be watching the game on your own i got an email, And you guys tell me I'm not a big sports watcher. I, I go to some games and then, you know, I'll, I'll watch some of the bigger events that take place. So I'm not a regular. I'm not right. all the time. So I don't know the issue that this particular person emailed in about. This is from Chris Moyer. Um, and he writes, I am so sick of all the streaming services. I can't keep up with all of them. You need, and he's talking about sports in particular. He's like, you need NFL Network to watch the Sunday morning game. You need Amazon Prime to watch the Thursday night football game. You need Max to watch the Phillies playoff games. You need Peacock and Apple TV to watch some of the Phillies regular season games. This is just getting ridiculous. So I'm assuming that Chris is a a cable cutter. He
4: he might be. Because generally you can
13: find those. Yeah, because the
4: Phillies games have been on TBS. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, we, yeah. we
3: cut cable, we, okay. we don't have it, and we get all of the games, and what we use is Hulu Live. Right. So it's not the regular Hulu sub- subscription, it's a little bit more, I, f- I forget what it is, maybe 100 bucks or something, 150 something like that. A month. A day. A month, yeah. yes, <laughs> in between there, but you get... A
0: month? No.
2: No, no a year, right? No,
3: no, no, no,
2: uh-uh. no, uh-uh. $150 it, flat fee, and then you get it?
3: No, 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 for a month, per month. So instead of paying like... Seriously? Yeah, but but we get everything. Everything is included. So we have Netflix, we have Disney Plus, we have like all of those that are all included. And you get we can watch the news on three six ten Fox, all of that. Um, And then we get all of the sports. So anytime the Phillies, the Eagles, any game plays, we can still watch it. And this is Hulu Live. This is Hulu Live. So and I know it, a lot just, of people have, are also using YouTube Live. I th- is YouTube, live YouTube or, also has the same, has, a, has similar a similar offer similar. with
0: local television. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a PlayStation, believe it or not, um, uh, set up where you can get PlayStation Live, like your your local programming. The Hulu thing I've heard some good stuff about, though.
3: I mean, I really like it. Now, the the one, because I, I thought maybe this is what you were going to bring up, but um, finding the uh, live TV and What's on yeah. uh, has taken a little get, uh, getting used to. All right. right. And, and actually being, because it, it will track like any <clears> other <throat> app, it'll track what you watch. So when you go to watch live, if I've watched something before, it's like, here it is, but I didn't want to watch that. I want to watch, you know, whatever it right, is, the, the Phillies right. game or, you know, and, whatever it is. And so therein,
2: why I'll probably never ever leave Comcast <laughs> because. You just speak into the remote and you get what you want. And it will it. even take you to the streaming services. If, if you just say yeah. the title of
0: whatever it is you want, it will take you to that streaming Person, service and you go. I have streaming services that haven't even been released yet. <laughs> <laughs> I have everything. I have that. And I have, and I, I am, I, I'm a dinosaur. I'm not a dinosaur. I love Having that Comcast, the Xfinity setup, I have everything. I have the remote. Yeah. And being able to do that first and quickly yeah. and just talking to the remote is the best.
2: Yep, most definitely. And even if you make a mistake, it'll pretty much send yeah. you where you need to go. So, uh, all right. Far smarter than I am. I was curious if, if you guys were having as big a
9: problem as uh, well, Chris Moyer here. For Thursday Night Football, you do have to have Amazon, right? Yeah, that's it's the one carrier. That's yeah. it, yeah. Have you guys ever watched? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not on, uh... oh, yeah. The Eagles have had a few games, and um, and I like uh, Buck and Aikman, so I think yeah. they do a good job. Um, okay. But, yeah, it, it, look, it, there are just so many freaking options, and uh, Netflix just announced another raid hike, and... It's just just so much.
4: But when I was coming up, uh, Nick, I I lost out on a lot of games because we didn't have Prism. And that was the same thing for us. So back then in the 80s, 90s or whatever... Sixers and Flyers games I think it was the home games were yep. on Prism and oh, away yeah. games you would get on like uh 17 <laughs> I or whatever. Remember that. Yeah. Also on
9: Prism uh, Oh yeah, it would they would be blackouts. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah and, and there were blackouts for NFL games too. So right. the Eagles didn't sell out the Vet uh, one particular game you couldn't watch you couldn't even watch it on CBS or, or uh, NBC back in the day. Um but for Prism Casey when the Flyers games first started airing on there they didn't even have commercials during periods they would the only commercials that they would air were in between periods then there were there were no advertisings on the board either i forgot about the no
2: sellout thing yeah and so so if they wouldn't sell out
9: you'd have to listen on the radio you there were there was and no they, tv the point of that was that they were, radio that, well the nfl was trying to drive um <laughs> ticket sales so it, the the thought was uh we're going to get people to come to the game and not watch it on TV. So this is the incentive for, Phil, uh, for Eagles fans. Uh, if you really want to see the Eagles, sell out those games, and you can watch it on TV. And if it's not sold out, well, then we're going to penalize you and not be able to let you watch it on television. Yeah,
2: which was weird. It was know. weird, yeah. I, I, now it's I,
9: I, very much a TV game.
2: Okay. Well, you can pretty much see anything you want, anytime. Uh, so we're thankful for that. Um, I have a call we need to go to All real you... quick, and then we're going to switch gears. It's uh, Michael, who's on the line. Hey, Michael, morning. Good morning, how are you? Good, buddy. You didn't call to talk about sports, did you? Not at all. What are you talking about? I just won a thousand dollars. Talking about crumb bum cash. We're talking about crumb bum cash. Uh Michael, congratulations, a thousand bucks. We'll send that to you. Where are you from, my man? Barnegan,
8: New
2: Jersey. Barnegan, New Jersey. All right, and you made it just under the wire, dude. We wrap this thing up tomorrow. Did you know that? No. Uh, how about All right. that? You so, <laughs> uh, you uh, Congratulations. You are a very lucky man. So we hope you're going to enjoy this $1,000, buddy, okay? I appreciate that very much. Thank you. And you ah, got it. Thanks he's... for listening, Michael. From mom Dude <laughs> set for life. No. Not, no? No, probably no. not for life. But, but what if he <laughs> budgets? He's set for this week. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael's good to go, and the next chance is coming up around 10 uh, a.m. You're set for life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like us to go... To the Just Sayin' Institute oh, because yes. I have some very interesting stories. The Just
0: an Institute. I've yeah. got nothing to say.
2: That's all good, but uh, I, I saw some interesting uh, stats that have come through, from various scientific studies and surveys that have been done. Uh, in fact, this one is a, a survey that was done about medical care, and it was a survey of 2,000 Americans. They found that 79% of men only see a doctor when something is quite, Quote, severely wrong. <laughs> severely. I yes. can see that. And 75% of women have not had a pap smear in the past five years. I've even had a pap smear. How often are you supposed, wow. to, supposed to have a pap smear, Oh, they
3: changed it. I think it's either two or, is it two? Okay, two years. Every two, two years. years. Does okay. that come with the bagel? Or is that a smear?
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I got to give a shout out to you guys know, do you ever hear of Dr. Mike Cerigliano? Yes. You ever hear of that guy? His brain's the bestie. So I want to give a, a, a massive shout out to Dr. Mike. And I don't want to say who this person is, but I, I, I will just say that this person, and I just found this out yesterday, is very, very close to me. And he said, God bless Dr. Mike mm-hmm. for performing every single test known to man. If if not, uh, it wouldn't have been discovered that I had uh, 90% blockage in his uh, carotid artery. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was Dr. Mike who just made him go um, get all these tests done. Yeah. He yeah his get...
3: spaz testing sometimes pays off for yes. people. And see, he did the same for you, right, Steve?
0: Oh, th- That's how I found out I had prostate cancer. Uh, Mike was more uh, aggressive in following mm-hmm. through on things that uh, had been dismissed and so yes it does pay
4: off so this person had they not done what dr mike made him do uh, would have had a massive stroke within the year wow and uh, and, and he is uh he's okay now so you want to do a shark yeah yeah give him a shark but also but this kind of goes like you know just go take care of yourselves, go to the doctor, you know make an appointment once a year doesn't have to to be the the right doctor no Uh (laughs) No, it does, Yeah, Mike is the best
3: but with what you said, like like men not wanting to go to the doctor, I mean my dad snapped his femur in half and didn't call an ambulance, called my brother and said, just put me in the car
2: my dad (laughs) fell down he's on blood thinners, he fell down and cut his head open, this was uh, at the the beginning of this year, now this is when he was living in Lexington, Kentucky fell down and um my stepbrother came over and he's like you need to go to the hospital apparently there was a huge puddle of blood oh my oh. god and and my dad just didn't want to go just does not want to go well, he
0: does his own surgery
2: yes he does and and I totally see this i'm i have learned otherwise i go regularly to see doctors right. because man in the end and I've heard this before. In the end, all you've got is your health. That's it. And if you do not keep an eye on things, it can get away from you. Something little could be something really, really big and you don't even know it. And so I've, I've changed my way. Now, there was a time when I didn't like going to the doctor. And that was until I found a doctor that I liked. Wow. And, and uh, well, it was even before Dr. Mike. Yeah, it was yeah. this great doctor that I finally met. I'm like, this guy's cool, and he really cares about me, you know? So finding the right doctor is part of it, too. Find
0: one who gives lollipops. That's pretty yeah. good as it's well.
2: huge. But you need to go to the doctor, man. But some people, like my dad, who until he was around Dr. Mike now, because we got him straightened out, mm-hmm. uh, we just always thought that they, you know, they're just trying to get some money out of you. Impressive. But it's just he's all about that. It's just, ah, I don't need that. And they're just, they're, they're making their money and this and that. To that point, some people
0: don't have the money. They, can't, they don't have insurance. Absolutely. And, and that's that's yeah. an issue. So, yeah. But these people, <laughs> that's this why is... I have a little practice. I mean, I'm not really Oh, you do? Legal, you have a little practice, I, yeah. I watch Mike. I watch the best. And I think I got a lot of it. So only 48%
2: have visited a physician for a physical in the past year. And uh, 28% are more afraid of seeing a doctor now than they were before. Before the pandemic. Some reasons to avoid the doctor include time, pain, and dislike of being touched or examined. Oh, okay. I had to get over the fear of the examination. I'm and and there, by, by the fear, I don't mean. Oh, I don't want to be hurt or anything like that. But it's a little embarrassing. A lot of times you got to get naked, and now I'm it's just going like, to end up on Pornhub. I don't care.
8: Oh,
3: I still going to the gynecologist. I hate it. I still can't. Like it's still throughout the day. I think about it. It's like uh. a pit in my stomach. I'm like, I have to go do this. I know. It's I have like to me do going it.
0: to the dentist.
3: You, you like way, going but-
0: to the dentist. I hate yeah, going
2: I to the dentist. Clean my
3: teeth. I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. like the dentist. I have to say that I always fall asleep in the chair. But yeah. uh, you I don't know under- if I fall. I don't fall asleep with the gynecologist. No, oh, yeah. stop. But Kath, you understand like, that, yeah, that? feeling that feeling. Pick at my teeth. Yeah. It's gonna hurt and ugh.
3: And you but just Kath, dread it all yeah, day. Beth,
0: yeah. when you go
4: to the gynecologist, just like a routine checkup. Yeah. How long does it take? Uh, we'll if you're like, here in ten minutes, <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my
3: god! <laughs> once, once
4: the, once the doctor in, comes in, oh. once the doctor comes into the examining room.
3: Well, I love my doctor. She's great. She'll stay. She'll talk. Like if I have any questions, she answers. Like she makes sure she answers everything, uh, which is why I'm so sad she's retiring. Oh, but anyway, um, yeah, case it's quick. I mean, okay. she will stay in there, in, in there with me and <laughs> talk about questions. Sweat? But if if I don't have any questions, yeah, in and out five ten minutes.
2: By the way, Doctor Mike has to outlive all of us, and he can't retire. Until we
0: all die.
9: Yes, right. he's guaranteed me
0: 110 years. I'm sure he's done that with you as well.
9: I am uh, terrified of ever moving out of the area because I feel like I would lose Doctor Mike. Yes, um, I, Kathy, you mentioned a retiring doctor, and I have one, and I'm not going to say this person's name, but uh, this doctor is retiring, and I'm glad that he's, this person is retiring <laughs> because <laughs> is it Bucky Mengele? No, Steve, it's just he just doesn't care anymore. Oh, oh so yeah, no, it's, it's at a place Why do you where you go to him uh, I, because I. Uh, for a while. I have, and I feel like some doctors. Oh, it's you. You just keep going <laughs> so, to over and over again because you get used to it and breaking the routine. And, and I'm I'm Penn Medicine uh, well, customer, so like I go to Penn Medicine at Radner a lot of the time. And that person's leaving. Oh man, I've just given up too much information. Yeah, now you have. So oh, no, I know.
3: The I get it. You know who I'm talking Listen, about. Oh yeah. Listen, they and have, is he just
9: pissed
2: off? You've been going there forever. They have all your medical That's records, it. and if you have to go to a new one, you got to start over
8: again yeah. and all that oh, stuff. But for yeah. the... the
0: The system of having the medical records in the system makes everything so much better because I always feel like an idiot. What are you taking? Uh, What is your thyroid (laughs) medication?
9: But that's exactly it, Stephen. It's all archived. And the Penn Medicine app is terrific. They they archive all that stuff so you can check your own stuff. You know know what? Five years ago, I was on this or whatever. And so when that uh, doctor eventually retires, I will inherit the next doctor in in line.
3: All right. I have a question, and this is kind of going in a direction that we're not talking about. But let me just ask you. Are back to the gynecologist? Yes, because she is retired hiring, uh, which is horrifying for me because I hate going anyway. And I finally found someone, you know, over the years that I'm comfortable with and I can actually go to. So now I have to change. But they're kind of... Uh, Craigslist. No, they're kind of... Stop, Steve! <laughs> oh, God! Uh. No, they're pushing me towards... And, and they, they actually wouldn't make an appointment with another doctor. They were kind of, but not really, saying, I have to go to the uh, the physician's assistant. Now you,
0: you can go to whoever you I, want I know, to go but, to.
3: I know, but Steve, they were like, okay, well, then you'll have to schedule for 2025. Like, if you want to get oh, in in 2024, really? you got to go to this person. So I I made the appointment... But I don't know, like it, and I know people make appointments with the assistants all the time.
8: Yeah, but for
3: what I don't know, I need someone to tell me that it's okay. And the physician's assistants know what they're doing. Let me
4: ask you this question, on a side note, Kathy, because this reminds me of like when you go to church and they have Eucharistic ministers, and then right next to the priest, you're like, I don't want to get the communion from the the person that's not a priest. I
3: want to go to the priest. I want to go to the actual priest. That's it. That's it. This isn't even a Eucharist.
0: (laughs) It's an animal cracker. <laughs> what the hell is
11: this? That's a, That's a zebra. <laughs> Marissa. Kathy, I am notorious for last-minute appointments. So, so you go to <laughs> all the physician physicians. <laughs> all the time. They are uh. great. Um, I'm not speaking, I'm not besmirching doctors, but like, you know when you're at a hospital and you end up spending a lot of time with the nurse, yeah. Yeah. and then the doctor you only see for a little bit? Think about it that way, where you're going to see somebody who but has the a lot of time. That's a
0: good way to think you? about it. The, but, nurse, the nurses rock.
11: But the yeah. doctor went to more schooling as they're like fishing. <laughs>
3: Around in there to How make sure this? everything's okay. The, the
0: doctor at one point was an assistant. <laughs> Stop and think about that.
3: Ah. Well, no, you're not phys- physician assistant. Physicians assistants assistant. <laughs> don't always become doctors. Don't they? Is there anything? Isn't that the progression? No, that's not no, the no, assi- no, no, no. no that is
4: their degree. Yeah,
3: that's like a resident. They're, they're training to become a doctor. No, these are just physician's assistants. That's their degree. They're not
11: moving on to be a I doctor. I didn't realize that's okay. where it
0: ended. Yeah. Oh, well, then she's a butcher.
11: Kathy, <laughs> it's just a new person to tell you how perfect you are. Uh, <laughs> all right. Just afraid, like, I don't know. Oh, you're going to
3: mess great. up.
0: Well, why don't you, why don't you ask um, if you can sit in on an examination oh, with her? Oh. This is a gyno? Uh, yeah. Okay.
3: Mm. You think I should go to the Debbie, this car, is yeah? Kathy. She's just, no. oh. just
0: going
2: to sit and watch. <laughs> I, I think you're, uh, yeah, I think you're going to be fine. Oh. There's uh, somebody
4: that disagrees with you.
2: Yeah, Kathy. let me go to, uh, I'm going to go to Lori. Hey, Lori, good morning.
14: Good morning, it
2: Good morning to see you, Lori. What's up? <laughs> this is for Kathy.
5: The physicians okay. assistants are so much better. Yeah. They're, the doctors sometimes are like... They're just, they've been there forever. They don't care. Or they're just like, want to get in and get out next person. The physician's assistant, that's my regular doctor. The physician's assistant, she's the best. I would rather go to her any day than my regular doctor. There you go. That's interesting. So much better. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's nice. She talks. She gives me way more information. She's the best.
8: Now, right.
0: L- Lori, uh, Kathy's been told that her vagina is near flawless and I think that's the issue <laughs> I here
5: I know, I know, Lori yeah. knows yeah.
0: alright, alright, All so right.
5: well, you can teach
8: The physician's assistant would have (laughs)
5: qualified
0: there you go it'll be a mutual learning experience all right I've
2: got a lot of people who are saying that the physician's assistants are great okay Uh, PAs are doctors pretty much here's one physician's assistants are way better doctors don't take the time that a PA does they have significant training you can do it Uh, PAs are just as qualified as doctors I've had better PAs than doctors Um, wait
3: hold on the one that says they're pretty they're pretty much doctors pretty much but not really but you know what
0: if you stop and think (laughs) about but not all doctors are the same you have the exemplary yeah. you know yep. the, the mount everest dr mike and, and i've I've had doctors who had who are in- incompetent. And
3: listen, and listen, the reason why I'm asking this is because I don't know. I that, This is just something that's in my head. So I need these people to say yeah. like they All are right. is, no, it's okay. They know what they're doing.
2: Now, <laughs> as far as their schooling goes, I don't know. But they, they once they get in and yeah. work in the field, you know, you're going to learn a lot.
3: They're
4: learning a lot. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely know their stuff. Uh, Kath, I used to see the PA at my old doctor before I saw Dr. Mike, and I preferred seeing her. And it was because my doctor uh, was not from this country, and I had a real hard time understanding him uh, over his accent. Sometimes had a really, it really really difficult. Sometimes
0: time. that's just a fact. Uh-huh. And, and, and you, when you're getting information that is medical in nature, you have to understand
2: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Um, here is, hang on. Here is Holly. Hi, Holly. Good morning. Good
5: morning.
2: You're on the air, Holly. Go ahead. I am a nurse
5: practitioner. A hospital. You're okay. uh, calling in to tell you. Oh. <laughs> you what? Oh, I'm sorry.
0: You're a, listening. A, turn the, turn radio the radio down.
5: down. Um, I have seen many patients that have not seen doctors in years who come into the hospital with a let's say a small wound on their foot and we find out that they've had uncontrolled diabetes for who knows how long okay. and now that small insect that small wound on their foot is actually a bone infection and the only way we can take care of that bone infection is to probably cut off their foot. Oh my part god! Part of their foot.
0: Well, that's, wow. that's got to be encouraging. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what does that have to do with the physician yeah, assistant?
0: Yeah. What about the physician <laughs> yeah. assistant? That's what we were talking well, about. Well, she's saying your vagina may need to be cut oh off. Oh
5: my god! <laughs> I am fairly equal to a physician assistant. Um, I work alongside physicians assistants. We both have master's degrees. We took different paths in our lives, uh-huh. but um, I personally enjoy working as with physician physician's assistant, and I have plenty of patients that say they prefer the physician assistant and nurse practitioners okay. over the doctors because we spend more time. Well, ho- Holly, The, the
0: general consensus right now is that they're they're absolutely uh, uh, fine and, and in fact, uh, they're uh, Kathy's being
8: encouraged.
3: But why is that? Why are you spending more time with the patients than the doctors? Just because you have more time? Oftentimes we have more time. So in my role, I
5: am always... I always have a physician above me. So that physician that I work with has their X amount of patients, but they also cover my X amount of patients. So you're
3: consulting with the doctor on the patients you see?
5: If I have a question, yes. If it's a fairly straightforward case, I might run my case by the doc and say, hey, this is what I'm doing with them. This is my plan. But for the most part, I don't have to. I work independently, but they're assigned to the patient and generally know what's going on. Right. They, okay. Unless I ask, don't have anything to do with that patient. And
0: she has all the extra time because those foot amputations are like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean,
5: uh, we're taking off a part of the body. I don't have to. Look. Yeah, yeah,
0: man. <laughs> all right, Holly. Thank you. This I appreciate comes it. off of this.
2: All right. Uh, so getting back to this, but seventy nine percent. Of men only see a doctor when something is severely wrong, as opposed to going and getting regular testing,
0: going and getting regular checkups, or maybe a minor thing getting that checked out. I wonder how many doctors are on their proper schedule with checkups and things of that nature.
4: Yeah, so we,
3: call, we should call Doctor Mike. And yeah, make sure the he's get physical
0: yeah, they have to have
8: doctors, yeah, too,
4: right? You 10%. guys get a physical once a year, right? Yeah, I, I, I get I'm it due. whenever, whenever Dr. Mike one. tells yeah. me to get one. Yeah. Why I'm, do I'm, they measure your penis every year? I don't get that.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I'm overdue.
4: <laughs> every, I'm like, guys. Uh, Casey.
0: <laughs> Good job. <laughs> it's it's great off season. You did great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: They
2: don't do that, Katie. <laughs> All right. Uh, just saying this, too. We're going to go to another story right now. All right. So uh, this one has to do with hoarding. <laughs> uh, hoarding has been on it's the rise. Keeping whores, right? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. This is, uh, you know, uh, collecting too much <laughs> stuff. Right, yeah. Uh, and so it's been on the rise since the start of the pandemic, experts claim. Uh, before 2020, between 2 to 3% of the world's population could be considered obsessive hoarders. And now that number has risen to 4%. Uh, those who were already. Suffering with compulsive behaviors may have worsened during lockdown. Hoarders may keep items one would normally discard, like garbage, dead pets, and expired food. I will, from time to time, watch the Hoarders TV show. I can't. Yeah,
9: it's pretty amazing. It blows me away. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you say people hoard dead pets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: There was Nick. There was just a case locally, and yeah. they had all these dead pets in the house, buried in the yard. In in New like, Jersey. Yeah. Country. Yeah.
9: Mm-hmm. yeah. Some of them just leave them laying out. I don't think I. Knew that, and that's yeah. horrifying.
2: Uh, I will watch that show from time to time because it it fascinates something me. Something a pet? Well, it fascinates me because I just I can't wrap my mind around that. And <laughs> there's a psychology to it. That you it's always- a, it's a it's, some of these houses are a dump. Yeah, I mean literally mm-hmm. like a landfill indoors, and they. Continue to live that way, and I just can't figure out how a human being, no matter what compulsions you have, yeah.
4: can't see. I get it. How a bit. dangerous that is.
9: I went to one. You reason. Get it a
4: little bit. I, yeah, just in the sense that, like, sometimes, and I'm, I'm sorry, Nick. Um, when I'm trying to uh, or, or purge things. Oh. And I like you know I just had a, a massive clothes purge not that long ago and I did a really really good job of going like am I ever going to wear this again
8: right Yeah
4: are you yeah. and I'm, like be yeah. honest with yourself and it was hard to let go of some things I've but, been
9: out of diapers for years <laughs> but you had the wherewithal to start that and then finish it right. And then I'm, the, the- Well, all right, but better than a hoarder. So, like, a hoarder can't even begin that process. Like dead pets. Well, (laughs) so, Steve, you just would have been horrified, and and I'll tell you more details off air, but uh, my fiancé and I went to this place, and they were hoarders. And um, the reason we went there was uh, ostensibly to adopt a cat, and it was terrifying. And and I I got, as soon as I walked in, Kathy, I thought about you when I got there, because I got so... Anxious, like full on yeah. anxiety, and I had to get the hell out. out. It, it mm-hmm. made me made me feel terrible, yeah. and I had, so I left. I went out to the car and I texted her and I was like, "Hun, we gotta go. We I had, can't stay here anymore." We
0: had some. We, in fact, one of our cats that we got was a Peanut from ye- years ago. Uh, she since passed, but uh, this person was a hoarder who was also hoarding cats. He hoarded so many that the cats became feral, and, be, and so you had tomcats attacking each other. This cat clawed its way through the drywall, and they found her in the drywall and she was rescued she had all sorts of of, of um per, you know medical problems so her survival instinct kicked in kicked in and that's what what she was trying to do right right so that's how bad it, that's how bad it had become in this home so what
2: was what was their hoarding situation like what, what were they it, keep it, everything where did they
0: have? everything the classic magazines um uh, appliances animals everything yeah. anything that came into the house stayed in the house wow I mean I mean, to that level. And and quite often is the case, Preston, people will be crushed by their yeah. own hoarding stacks.
2: Yeah. yeah, they'll die. Which is a great band from the 50s. Hoarding stacks. <laughs> uh, so according to a uh, doctor uh, involved in the survey, he said as the pandemic was very difficult, uh, a very difficult experience for all involved, we saw increased rates of all stress reactions, and that includes increases in hoarding behaviors. Uh, a lot addition- of people
0: hoard gynecologists. <laughs> uh, in
2: addition to the mental distress, hoarding can, put a serious fire, uh, can be, uh, pose a serious fire hazard and increases uh, fall risk as well. Not if you Hoard smoke detectors.
4: <laughs> no, so um, it was years ago in my my old neighborhood. There was a, a house fire and right around Christmas. The guy ended up uh, perishing in the fire. And um, I
0: believe That's the worst Hallmark movie I've ever heard.
4: And it wasn't a good one. Oh, yeah. um, but I believe I, he, they definitely were hoarders. Oh, were they? In? They hoarded uh, magazines and newspapers. And I believe. I believe he was out and went to go back in to like save things that, that didn't need <laughs> right, to be right. saved. Right, right. All
0: this, all this garbage. I would pass a house all the time when I was traveling on Ridge a lot, and I would. Well, it wasn't a house; it was an apartment. And in Preston, you could see up in the windows of this house, of this uh, apartment, fairly large apartment, stacks of stuff by the windows, like magazines and bowls and everything, just jammed up to the yeah. windows.
2: Yeah. Wow, uh, so apparently those numbers went up a little bit during the pandemic. So uh, we don't have time for another one, do we? We do not. Uh, We're not. Yeah. We can't
0: hoard a few more stories.
2: No. Well, I'm going to hoard them now. I've yeah. got this whole stack right here of stuff from the Just Saint Institute, but we are out of time because we do have a guest who's <laughs> <Do> <laughs> coming up. Do it again.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. Where is that? Here. <laughs> <Do it.
2: laughs> uh, we will, We have a guest who is coming up in just a little bit. But thank you for stopping by the lovely campus. Uh, you should see our dorm rooms. Absolutely amazing. At the just a jam Institute. full of garbage and yeah, dead pets. Uh we're gonna take a break. <laughs> we're gonna come back in a moment. James Murray, Murr from Impractical Jokers will be joining us, so stay
1: there. Looking for fun things to do this weekend. Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list.
6: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Our next guest is set to go via Zoom. We love having him on. We talk to him on many occasions in the studio, on the phone, on location, at live shows. And he is going to be at the Free Library of Philadelphia. And he's joined by the amazing David Zucker. Yes. The famed Zucker Brothers. Right. Who have given us so many great movies throughout the years. But one in particular they're going to be coming is a...
7: Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme.
2: Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com to get started. Covering It's a book called Surely You Can't Be Serious, a behind-the-scenes oral history of the classic film Airplane, as told by the writers and directors. And uh, our next guest is going to be hosting this event. We are so happy to welcome from Impractical Jokers, James Murray. Murray! Yay! Murray, good morning, sir. <laughs> we can't hear you. I'm muted.
13: I'm an. Uh, uh, it? uh, it's apparently my first day on Zoom, like a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I miss you guys. We it's miss you know, too. A, a little time. Like we, I feel like I see you guys more in person, literally, than my family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a lot. We're glad that you're joined today by Nicholas Cage behind you.
13: There's uh, <laughs> a big cardboard cutout. Yeah. it's,
3: it's kind, kind of freaking me out. Yeah. I also, <laughs> no, I
8: love it. I, I also have just a, a, a little Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, Ryan was a- <laughs> yeah. wow.
2: I was hoping Ryan Reynolds would make an appearance <laughs> this morning on the show.
0: Yeah. Wow. Now, Nicolas Cage always is appropriate, no matter what the occasion. So yeah. Yeah. The, the,
13: the best the best thing about the Nicolas Cage cutout is it freaks guests out. We, <laughs> during a party, we'll... Secretly move it around the party, so like there's a bathroom in the hallway. <laughs> and so when somebody goes in, they're a little drunk. They open the door, they turn on the lights, and they freak the you
9: know what. Yeah,
13: <laughs> oh, it's the
0: best. Yeah. And that looks like uh, maybe uh, from the the uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Is that is that from that? I, th- yeah. I think
9: it
13: is from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: It's great, Mur. I love the fact that uh, that you're you're doing
2: this event. You and David Zucker, you guys are friends apparently, and uh, you're a massive fan like we are of the movie Airplane. Correct. <laughs>
13: Absolutely, I, mean, I I I went as far as to buy the book, even though Zucker sent me a free one. So now, <laughs> yeah. now I'm uh, I'm looking to, to sell it to someone. If anyone's looking for one, I got an extra copy. Yeah, uh, I, yeah it's it's uh, I'm actually in the book. The guys and I from practice, the Jokers are in the book. We've been friends with the Zucker brothers for many many years now. They're probably the biggest influence on our comedy out of every, ever, oh, anyone. Uh, right?
0: Many many people can make that claim as well. They're, they've influenced a, a whole generation. I vividly. And, uh,
2: Remember going to see I'm sorry to to interject here, but I vividly remember going to see that movie. I was a kid. It was nineteen eighty when it came out, uh, and there are so many things I love about that movie, and we'll cover some of these. But one of the things they did, which was at the time was like, "Oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this." They ran a a Warner Brothers cartoon yeah. before the movie started, and it was like a bugs bunny type thing. Really? and you're like, "Oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this." So they had me from the very get go. Uh, even with something as goofy as that. But they're always thinking outside of the box.
13: Yeah, it, it's probably, it's so influential in our comedy. And, and you, there's references to Airplane and Naked Gun all throughout Jokers. And uh, it's so much an influence on our life. Like, it's uh, not only the guys that I in the book, but uh, Zucker mentions my father and I in the book. Because my father, unfortunately, passed a few months ago from Alzheimer's. Uh-huh. And to the day, to the day he died, he could not remember our names anymore. He had forgotten his past, what have what have you, from the terrible disease. But to the day he died, he could still quote "Airplane." Wow!
0: <laughs>
3: oh my God! Isn't that wild?
0: wild.
13: Yeah. Frank and song, and he knew every joke in the "Airplane" to the day he died. Isn't that amazing?
0: Well, that's awesome. Uh, th- listen. So the, there's a there was a time when the the, the comedy. Um, went through an evolution, and, and you had movies like Groove Tube and Kentucky Fried Movie, which the Zucker Brothers were involved with, with John Landis, and 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 so um, Airplane was a revelation, though. And a lot of people don't realize is that it's based on a movie that I, my father, had loved for years called Zero Hour, which sure. Dana Andrews. And you can literally watch almost scene for scene. They did something so ballsy they took they took scenes and redid them. Uh, In a way that I don't ever remember having. I mean, Woody Allen did a movie called What's Up, Tiger Lily, where he dubbed a Japanese uh, spy movie. But the the way they did it using actors who had not been employed in comedy like Robert Stack, Leslie Nielsen, all of these square jawed heroes. It was brilliant. So when, when did you first become friends with these guys? We uh, – so we were at the, uh, the Wild West Comedy
13: Festival probably eight, year, nine years ago at this point uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, right? And we're at breakfast and sitting across from us are the Zucker Brothers. And I freaked out. The guys freaked out. And I said, we have to say hi. We have to introduce ourselves, see if they even know the show, heard of it. We walked over. They told us to politely leave. Uh, so that was our first <laughs> yeah, they, they, they didn't know the show, of course, okay. but their kids knew the show. <laughs> and that was our in, right? So we hit it off with them for a second, you know, uh, traded information and said, uh, even though you've never heard of our show, can we send you some DVDs back then? Right. It was like season four or five. And we sent uh, David Zucker uh, all the seasons and Jerry. And uh, literally three days after we sent the DVDs, we get an email at midnight on a Saturday from Dave Zucker to the four of us. And the email, I have it framed in the house. The email says, uh, guys, uh, just know that if I didn't like your show, you would never hear from me again. <laughs> that being said, I can't watch your TV show for more than 15 minutes at a time because I have tears of laughter shrewd uh-huh. down my face. It is the greatest There you the go. We we called each other twelve oh five, screaming on the phone like kids. You know it was yeah wild. yeah. And we just became dear, uh, fast friends after that.
0: That's oh. excellent, man. That's terrific.
2: Wow, wow. Uh, yeah. And you guys, yeah. I mean, on your show, you've you know you you take slapstick to a different level, and and obviously it's what these guys were doing with a uh, with airplane. Uh, there are I I contend that uh, there are so once you start heading down the path of talking to some way someone about airplane, there are so many laughs that you start. Going, oh, what about this? And oh my god remember that and this line and that line but two of the most shockingly funny moments i've ever witnessed on tele or on on screen came from that and i'll name them number one uh the the young couple where she says i, I they're talking about the coffee i yeah. take it black like my man <laughs> right, yeah. which are just like oh my god uh-huh. and then the scene where um uh, Elaine, I think, is the uh, 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 the, the Julie flight attendant, Julie Haggerty. And she says, all right, and, uh, you know, uh, we're going to have this for dinner and blah, blah. And by the way, does anyone know how to fly a plane? <laughs> <laughs> and pandemonium yes, breaks out yes. of the plane. And out of nowhere... <laughs> A woman's bare breast <laughs> just come yeah, up yeah. and bounce in front of the screen and
0: leave. <laughs> what was that?
2: I mean, just they they their their ingenuity is just is incredible. Well, you, it was
0: I, literally just on last night. And I was telling Preston, you know, and, and you have to watch it where it's not edited, and it was on Flick, so it was completely intact. And the, 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 it catches me off guard all the time where the the uh, stewardess goes back and says, you know, is there anyone? No a doctors or a doctor on board, I, ma'am, I think the gentleman next to me is a doctor, and Leslie Nielsen is sitting there with his stethoscope. In. yeah, yeah.
8: <laughs>
0: and I mean it is it, they play it so seriously that's the that's the great aspect of it yeah
13: so when when I got married, uh Zucker was there at the wedding and uh and he his gift to us, I would have preferred cash, don't get me yeah, wrong yeah, but his yeah. gift to us was an autographed page from the actual movie script from, uh, from oh, 1975. Wow. And the scene is Julie Haggerty uh, saying, mostly I remember the nights when we were together. I remember how you used to hold me. <laughs> And how, how I used to sit on your face and wrinkle. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my God, Preston! <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. That's the best. Yeah, it's
9: awesome. Hey, Mur, um, I didn't know this until recently. One of my comedic heroes is is David Letterman, and uh, I I subscribe to the Letterman YouTube channel, and he um, auditioned for Airplane, and he had the Zucker brothers on his show. I think it was eighty two or eighty three. And... I just watched it. Did you watch? Yeah, it? yeah I watched it. It was so, great. It was on. It's on um, Letterman's YouTube channel, um, and the fact that Dave, uh, who was not a good actor, admittedly. Not a good actor. Tried out for it. Is I'm, I'm I'm glad that they didn't make it. Even though I love Dave as much as I do, because it's just it's so much better with the actors that actually ended up in the role. Did you ever talk to Zucker about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I would have loved to. Uh, you know, an interesting
13: conversation with Zucker is you know, Naked Gun was some of my favorite movies. Of course, OJ Simpson is in it. Yes, in yes. all three movies. Absolutely, and he's, he's and- great. And uh, when you get a few drinks in Zucker and have a candid conversation with him, it's interesting, which hopefully we'll do on Monday in Philadelphia. No,
0: absolutely, because he got that. And then they're also responsible for, I think, one of the great comedies that gets looked over often, which is Top Secret, which is phenomenal. (laughs) And you'll see a little piece there. Uh, this there's a scene where Omar Sharif, right in the beginning, is uh, they they're trying to assassinate him, and they crush him in a car, uh, and so you think he's dead. And later on, there's a, there's a knock at the uh, his daughter's hotel room, and he is in a crushed cube of the car yeah. with his little feet at the bottom, uh-huh. and she is going to give him a drink, so she puts the kind of thing you use for an oil can into a thing of high sea and puts it into the vehicle. It's it's. Hilarious. Hilarious stuff. I mean, the visuals are fantastic.
13: Top Secret is probably my favorite Zucker Brothers movie out yeah. of everyone, and it was underrated for how funny it is. Val man, yeah. yeah, again, not not known for slapstick comedy, is hysterical in the movie.
2: Yes, and they gave us the Anal
0: Intruder. The, anal, the anal Intruder. intruder. Yeah. <laughs> remember that so in,
13: Zuck, in Zucker's off at home in his home on the wall no. is the, anal, the intruder. anal Intruder. Oh my god! And by the way, <laughs> yeah. for those
2: who haven't seen it, it looks kind of like a a jackhammer yeah. with a fist on uh, the uh-huh. end <laughs> of it. It's unbelievable. All right. So at the event, you're going to be there. Jerry's going to be there. The book is um, is the making of Airplane
13: mainly and and some of the stories that went on behind the scenes that we've never heard. It's an oral history uh, spoken by the people that created Airplane. And the stories are uh, amazing, incredible. It's a a snapshot of probably one of the greatest comedy movies of all time. It's incredible.
0: Well, you have something, by the way. They were the and I don't want to give a, a lot away. You need to go down and hear it from the uh, the main creators' uh, mouth uh, and 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 experience it that way. But there there were a lot of hurdles to getting this movie made and made the way they wanted to get it made. They had the vision, but they were the, the, the movie companies saying, "What are you? What what is this? We don't get it." And then they got it made. And then I remember that movie. And press you go about seeing it in the movie. It exploded. Yeah. Everyone yes. was talking about it. Yeah. And then they had the the inferior, but still not too bad sequel that they had really nothing to do with. Uh, But uh, yeah, it was uh, that movie was a moment in time that just rocked uh, the world, and then gave hope to other. You know, John Landis started in those kind of you know sure. small films and work with these guys. So yeah, it, it's it's a cool story. Here's a gag that people might not even realize is
2: happening during that movie. During every scene that they show on the outside of that aircraft,
13: it's a jet. They have
8: prop <laughs> right, airplane right, sound yeah, effects yeah. going God. the entire yeah. time. It's
13: brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a jet, but it's got the uh, the sound effects yeah. of the turbo. Yeah. Problem, yeah, you know. Yeah. (laughs) it's a very subtle joke throughout the
2: whole movie. uh, The entire movie. Wow. (laughs) Uh, So uh, outside of talking about this, you guys will touch on some of the other uh, films that we had mentioned. People can ask questions. And you're hosting (laughs) this, right?
13: Absolutely, it'll okay. be a very a fun, uh, hysterical, informal conversation with Dave Zucker, and uh, you can ask questions—the Q&A section of it—and and then uh, autograph signings. It'll be great fun. Come on, by, bring the kids. Hey, <laughs> you know we had uh,
2: we had your buddy Joe Gatto on just day before yesterday. Uh, he's uh, coming through Philly in in January uh, doing a stand up tour. You also got a stand up uh, tour going on, right?
13: I do. You you might. Uh, at that show in Philly you know I'm pretty close to Philly I live in Princeton right Yep. so uh, you might see a, another guest in Practical Joker on stage that night oh. I'm just saying oh. hmm. I don't right. know, he's at the Beacon he's at the Beacon in Philly
9: right at uh, the Met which is or our version Met. of the, the Beacon yeah yeah
13: Got it. Just uh, just know that the date is held in my calendar. I'm just saying.
9: Okay, all right. All right. All right. That's excellent. Nice.
2: And uh, what's going on with uh with everybody else in the in the Joker's world? Uh, we're good.
13: Uh, yeah. We're good. Uh, I'm on tour all over the country. I start tomorrow. Uh, I'm all. Over, I'm doing like 30 cities solo tour. You can go to merlive.com to get tickets. The Joker's tour picks back up in January. We'll be on tour as a group again uh, for the first six months. And we go back to filming the show uh, in January too. So. Back to work.
0: Do you have a travel version of uh, Nick Cage behind you, or is that uh, <laughs> yeah. the yeah.
13: cutout? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I have a, a pillowcase so I can stay
8: close. <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> hey, Murr, I haven't watched the show for years as I have, and I'm, I'm trying. I'm racking my brain. To, to How far out have you guys ventured to go and, and and film episodes? I mean, obviously, you do most of it in New York.
13: Sure. We, we filmed a UK episode. We filmed a Hawaii episode. Uh, But keep in mind that all those episodes are thousands of miles away. I get paid the same amount of money whether I film a block away from my house. (laughs)
0: You're right. So so we we know what wins. Yeah. Hawaii might take an upper hand now and then, but end of your block is probably the champ more often than not.
13: If I could film in my own bed, (laughs) I would.
0: (laughs) I just wasn't sure
8: with
2: as, as recognizable as you guys are now, if it's hard to pull off some gags in New York.
13: Nah, there's 10 million people. Most people
8: okay. don't even know who we are.
2: You yeah. know, look at us, man. I don't look famous. I look like a pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's spot on, man. Alright, well listen, uh, the event uh, that Murr is going to be hosting is is coming up at the Free Library. It's on Monday. It's at 7.30. Uh, tickets available at freelibrary.org and you'll get to see a legend in the world of comedy filmmaking, uh, David Zucker and of course one of your favorites from Impractical Jokers. Uh, Murr will be hosting the the whole thing. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy, man. And we'll see you back here in the studio sometime down the road. Okay. Miss you guys. I'll see you soon. Good to see you, James. James Murray. He's awesome. He's great. He's, uh, every time we've met him, super, super nice guy. Um, uh, and I, I, the same thing could be said about our next guest. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Super, super so nice sweet. guy. Yeah. And and what a temperament on him, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so low-key. We are happy to welcome to, to our oh. studio our good friend,
15: Mr. Michael Burke. Hey! Hey! What is up, morning show so, people? What about great you to here? see you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> in, a, in a red Philly jacket. Yeah. How With are you le- feeling? With leather sleeves. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah, man. I came to talk about the prostate exam, though. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I heard your doctor conversation. It was fascinating and your gyno conversation and I, the lickety split line was, on, it was not lost on me. It was Thank lost you. on Kathy, I think. But I almost drove off the freaking road. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, your level, sorry, your level of
0: excitement, you're, I mean, obviously, we're all massively about
8: excited. the
15: digital prostate, about the digital exam. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, yeah, I, I they don't give it anymore, honestly, yeah, they yeah. don't give it anymore. And, and I went in there, and the doctor said, We no longer do this. I said, That's why I come here. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, I'm your dentist. <laughs> no, the, the,
15: <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're looking down in the mouth all yeah,
0: the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see it from up here. <laughs>
4: hey, uh, Barkin on your uh, Instagram, Case you had a, a series of pictures <laughs> of you at the Phil's game, and in the first picture, yeah. Was that Zoo sitting next to you? I, I couldn't. No. The guy with the beard, I couldn't tell who that was. If,
15: if you, so Let's not mention that again, because okay. there's a significant age difference between <laughs> the dude that was sitting next to me uh. and Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like about 30 years. No, I'm wow. kidding. Uh, that was my father-in-law. Oh. It
8: was, yeah, yeah. Okay. That
15: oh. was Hank Altshuler. And uh, we were at the game, and uh, he, he needs a little help getting around, so we were in, in the accessible <laughs> section, as they say. And we were oh, that's the way you play it. The, yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> would have lived. <laughs> and, well, yeah. So it was great.
2: Obviously, we got tonight, uh, and and thankfully, an earlier. And, and of course, the day that they have the early start, we have a charity event that we have to go to. It's an award ceremony. We're really? receiving an award.
0: It's a really cool thing. They but literally they've, changed. they the changed whole it into a watch into party. A wa- into a Phillies <laughs> watch party. Originally, uh, 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 Michael was yes. going to be like dress up at, uh, like a like an affair. Now it's wear your Phillies colors and and uh, and. and and basically the award we go- they're going to throw it to us in the audience basically yeah <laughs> they catch it yeah,
8: yeah well, we what's get- the
2: award yeah, uh, you do me, uh, Cora, which is an amazing uh, charity, and uh, they they help out so many people with with a wide variety of issues, uh, and we've helped support events with them throughout the year, So we're we're being uh, honored uh, this year at their annual gala, which uh, is really really that's nice. Beautiful,
15: so, congratulations, thank you, I appreciate awesome. that.
2: Awesome, awesome. Well, let's let's talk about uh, the fills and the D Max. Yes, um, dude, this postseason, this just this home run derby has just been hilarious. Seriously fun to watch, if you know what I mean. Like, laughing out loud when you see all these home runs being hit.
15: Yeah, especially with Kyle Schwarber leading off, and now that he's starting to catch fire, you really, if you're going to the game, you have a ticket to the game, you gotta get there on time. Yeah. So, because uh, he'll, he'll bop one out of the park before you even get to your seat. He, he's uh, catching fire, and the entire lineup, they've got 15 home runs in the last four games. That is a major league postseason record. So, we, I mean, I don't I don't care if you're talking about Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris, you're talking about Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig, you're talking about Barry Bonds and anybody. Yeah. It's, it's unreal that they have 15 home runs in four games. Wow. It, it's, it's almost,
2: uh, it, like I said, I, I find myself laughing out loud. I'm like, you I can't, can't believe it. Another
8: one. You can't, one. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. You can't believe in, it. it. It's incredible, and it's so much fun to see.
15: Oh, it, it is. Nick McElwain posted. Yes. It? I, uh, yeah. Pittsburgh <laughs> Post, <laughs> did, Yes. Um, uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Daily yeah. News. Uh.
9: Uh, the Tribune? <laughs> yes. I, uh, I've i been thinking about this team a lot over the last few weeks and, and last year as well. And uh, I loved the team from 2007 to 2011. They were great. They they probably should have won two titles. They won one. The 93 team was really lovable. And, and the Crux and Dykstra's and Mitch Williams and the whole nine. This is my favorite Phillies team of all time. Mm -hmm. And 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 it's beginning to end, top to bottom. I love the guys on this team. And the amount of joy that they are bringing to the city, it's just, I've never seen it before. (laughs) And, and, And the thing that I'm trying to keep in mind most of the time is, do not take this for granted, because it won't last forever. We have to enjoy it while we can. I've been lucky enough to go to a few games. The singing along with, with uh, Callum Scott, the singing along when Bryson Scott comes up to bat. It's, it's one thing after another with every player that's on the field. When the dude gets knocked down by security the other night, and the bullpen goes crazy laughing their asses <laughs> off, that has never happened in this city before. And so I am just... I am enjoying every moment of it as much
15: as I possibly can. Nick Sirianni called that guy, by the way, with the <laughs> tackle. Yeah, <laughs> wanted him to try out for the Eagles. Holy yeah. smokes. We talked to him. Yeah. Yeah, it, did him you really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, security se- guy? He's
0: like 6'4", 250 or two something. 65. 65. Yeah.
2: Gary the security
0: guard. Gary the security
2: yeah. guard. kind of
3: like even keeled on the phone. Like he was like, yeah. well, yeah, you know, I saw it happen, so I had to get out there. It's my job. <laughs> it's my job.
15: Uh, he, yeah. Well, he did it well, and uh, he came flying at that guy, and I thought his head was going to leave his shoulders. <laughs> and then Jose Alvarado, did you see him? Oh, what do you mean? Oh my God! That's unbelievable. Can you come out to the bullpen and protect us, please? That was amazing. Uh, I, I, I'm down with ex- everything you said, the joy part, but also, and this is nothing against the 07 through 11 team uh, or any other team, but they're just earthier, man. Yeah. They're just down to earth. They're real. They go to Xfinity Live after they clinch if yeah. they're home, when and they have been home when they've, they've clinched whatever round it's been, and they go over there, and they just hang out with the they hang out up on a balcony, right. but they hang out with the fans, and it is absolutely awesome. They're, and they're, what, what they're, team does that?
0: No, and, and so when you talk about you know, uh, like last year, or you talk and this year, you talk about it. This is the exact moment they're hitting every. I mean, they're hitting their stride. I mean, they are. For it to occur at this point in the year, too, is insane. You were talking about the the home runs, and this is a record that it's crazy. It seems like everyone talks about uh, you know when a team is in the absolute sweet spot. This has got to be it.
15: it I, I would think it is. Yeah, I would think it is. And and uh, when you think about the main. Addition, It's Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. And Trey Turner was nowhere until August 4th. And he got that standing ovation. Well, the, the question I would like to ask him is, in his heart of hearts, had mm-hmm. he not received that standing ovation or even been booed, which I, I think we're kind of out of that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. All we want is a day's work for a day's pay. If you're failing to do that, then you get booed. Right. But if you're trying, we love you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, what I want to know is, in his heart of hearts, had he received no standing O multiple mm-hmm. times, had he received received maybe even a boo would he still have broken out of that slump to the magnitude that he has because this is it he's batting 500 yeah and he's he's batting
4: 500 he's wondering the same things i just saw him quoted talking about the crowd wondering like you know when when something bad for the other team happens or good happens for it he's like you know he's he's like is is the crowd doing this like is the crowd the reason why three guys let a ball drop right in front of them you know (laughs) like you know
0: is that the crowd or is it you know he doesn't Casey, it's funny you should mention that because there was an article, an opinion piece, I think it was in the Inquirer, about the importance of positive reinforcement mm-hmm. oh, and drawing yeah. it drawing it, uh, uh, with a parallel with the team. Yeah. And, and, and just exactly what you said, Michael, about, about that, the, the, you know, yes, it's a perfect confluence of environmental uh, um, uh, events, talent, uh, and again, I don't. They they can say that there's another stadium that will rock as loud as as uh, Citizens Bank Park will or the home team. But I mean, you know, it's insane to the the volume. They keep breaking the records yeah. for the the crowd. I mean, you can hear them all over the city when they're well, there.
4: Yeah, and Phoenix, is. I mean, they're going to try and break it. But, but they're not. But they, they, they play. They pump sound through their they system. They pump
15: sound. They it's, don't even know what they're yeah. looking at. The know, he kicked the field goal.
4: Yeah. That was so, great. I want to talk about <laughs> something <laughs> that I don't, think, I don't think is getting enough attention. It's not to say it's not getting any attention. Yes. But when the balls are leaving the park like they are at the rate they're leaving, mm-hmm. you know, through Schwarber now, mm-hmm. uh, Castellanos, obviously, Harper and Turner, like all those home runs being hit. Uh, Not enough attention is being paid to what Aaron Nola has been doing this postseason. And, you know, he was under the microscope a lot this season, in the regular season. And, man, has he shown up these last six games.
15: He has shown up. And and, uh, I think they're going to have a question to answer whether or not they can can afford to bring him back. He's Mm. 30, be 31 years old. He's pitching lights out. He discovered a hitch in his delivery, the way he strides to the plate and he changes. That and that was enough to make him into what he look. He was always good, mm-hmm. and in this day where guys pitch four innings or five innings, I can't believe I'm saying that, but really, it's turning into more truth than than falsehood. He gives you seven innings. I mean, yeah. he might let up four or five runs on a given start, and I'm talking regular season. But now he's discovered this this flaw. He's fixed the darn flaw, and his ERA is under one. That's that's earned runs average. That's earned. Runs over nine innings on the average, he gives up less than one. That's insane. Amazing. And yeah. Yeah. we're talking about Zach Wheeler. His ERA, Wheeler's is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Right. I mean, uh, but his ERA is like two point three, and and Nola is under uh, is under two, one. It? Yeah, it's a, it's a great number yeah. two. <laughs> and then you got Ranger Suarez on the mound tonight, and his ERA is just over one. So I'm excited to see how this whole thing ends, and I hope it's with a parade. Yeah.
9: <laughs> well, I'm not afraid. To say it. I can't see this. I really can't see this particular series coming back to Philadelphia. I I know the reality that anything can happen over the next couple of days. I, the, the, what happened the other night with, with the 10 nothing drubbing, I think it just knocked the spirit out of the Diamondbacks. They had a great series against the Dodgers. They played so well against a really good Dodgers team. And we are just showing we're the better team. And Ranger, in my opinion, is the unsung hero of this team. Like, what he brings as the third starter... Is, uh, it's been remarkable. And yeah. he can go longer than he's gone with five or six.
15: Okay, so that's three games. What about the fourth game? He's going to pitch the fourth Preston, <laughs> I, I need you. Preston, suit up. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's probably... There. It's we'll probably no, I would think I would think they'd use... Uh, uh, Taiwan? Chris, Christian Sanchez, uh-huh. not Taiwan. Taiwan has had difficulty early in games keeping the runs down. And usually he kind of finds himself later on. If you stick with him, he'll go seven or eight innings, and he gets better as the game goes along. But you can't... Allow runs early on. Mm-hmm. I think Taiwan's fine for the regular season, and he's signed up for a while, so that's a good thing. But right now, uh, and and that's the other thing. Just at the at the top of the segment, we we're talking about Trey Turner. Who else really? Strom. I'm trying to think of the new additions this year that have made it made a difference. And I really think that sometimes you got to give guys. I don't care if it's business or a team. You got to give people a chance to work together, right? And yeah. know each other. Yeah. And and Rob Thompson knows his. Team. Yeah. And when we're all sitting there going, why is he batting him there? Why is he bitching it? Why does he get Well, I do have up? a question now. this he little Casey, is, uh, Voss uh, Benner, a of a little
4: This is not necessarily me questioning Rob Thomson because he has proven over these last, you know, a uh, couple of series that he knows what he's doing. But what I would have liked to have seen in the last game because it was a very, very low leverage situation was to put the new kid in as a, as a reliever.
15: a yeah. uh, uh, Ryan Kirkring? Yes, that he kid? did. Yeah. yeah, He pitched the ninth. Yeah.
9: Oh, you went to bed. Yeah. I went to bed. Yeah. Went
15: to bed <laughs> like, you have an early so, job. I was telling you so that he did
4: it. Did. <laughs> he took your advice. I, dude, I, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I was telling that I was so tired <laughs> the other night. He was awesome, too. And thank God they were up by 10 runs because I was like, I'm going to go up to bed now. And I went up to bed in the eighth inning. Yeah, He pitched the ninth. Yeah, they lost 11-10. Thanks for watching.
15: Son oh, of a bitch! Shoot, there you go. Okay. Stupid a idea! I told you to what? Put bar can in. That's <laughs> please. Really I'm ready, fine. coach. By the way, who plays Rob Thompson in the movie? John Wayne. Imagine that. John Wayne. John, John Wayne. John Wayne. I'd love I'll to see the what? Just, Pilgrim. Just to, yeah, exhume the body. <laughs> yeah, exhum the body. body. <laughs> well, he's not busy. <laughs> he's such a low key guy. Big. We can get him. I'll call his agent. We'll exhume him. He works cheap. <laughs> he works very dirt cheap. Yeah. Uh,
9: Rob Thompson's such a low key guy, but he really just seems like. a... A calling, coming presence, and you mentioned, you know, like this is a really talented team. It's a high-priced team. They spent a lot of money on Harper and a lot of money on Trey Turner. So it's, it's not like they're just thrown together in a bunch of ragtag dudes from, you know, from major league where they're trying to uh, assemble the cheapest team possible so they can move next year. They, they assemble this team, but like, uh, and I know it's an overused phrase chemistry on this team is just unbelievable. They really do seem to like one another. Even when Marsh wasn't playing in the last round, Marsh was on the top step of the dugout cheering everybody else. I'm like, I love watching these guys, Garrett Stubbs, celebrating the rest of the players on the team.
15: Yeah, but then Marsh gets in after having not played and crushes the ball. Yeah. It's, it's like like he's been in there the whole time. That's what I love about it. They all baseball is a team sport played individually. You know, you're at your position. You got to do your thing when time comes for you to take to the plate and and get a hit. You got to do that. If not, you fail for that time at bat. The ball gets hit to you. You got to catch it. You got to pitch it. It's a tough sport. You're on. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, you got to do it. Yeah, and, and um, When you look at all the other sports, football, basketball, hockey, they really are played collectively. In baseball, you got nine guys out there, but everybody's got to do their thing at the time it's required. And if they don't do that, you got a problem. Well,
0: you know, the the perfunctory question is tonight, do you have any any predictions
15: or. Well, I think the Phils are going to win. They're going to win. I think the Phils are going to win. And and on the mound tonight is Ranger. The Ranger, as I call it. Ranger Suarez. You think we are going to see another, um, you know, uh, home run fest? Uh, I think we could. Yeah. I think we. The only thing that makes me a little bit nervous is in baseball. I think more than any other sport, there are these imaginary vibe lines right. when you cross. I don't care if it's game to game or from city to city when a team goes from one city to the, to the next. I was wondering Or, about or that. there's another series, and yeah. sometimes it like just goes away. You know? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think that's going to be the case with this team. This is their third series now, and they are just thumping teams, but. But but, uh, it does. I want to see that home run, or I want to see that double. I want to see them start to go and to flow one more time. And and before I get comfortable, now they're going against this kid. Brandon fought. Bf. A A D T. How would you pronounce that? PFA It Sounds like a
0: Bostonian fart. Yeah, fought. it.
15: I just fought it. I just fought it. I just fought it. Hey, Bobby. I just fought it. Yeah,
0: Just kind of fought
15: in the limo. So, so yeah. Fought the windows. Is Marilyn's choking? So farts on the mound. Tonight against Ranger, we'll see. The one thing that that always kind of makes me. A little nervous is Thompson. I think we're seeing a a change in the game because of Rob Thompson. And basically, it seems as if he's telling his guys, "You throw as long as you can for as hard or as hard as you can for as long as you can." And I'm going to get somebody else in here, and they'll do it the same way. And then hopefully, I got enough guys that can pitch tomorrow. Yeah, and usually yeah. he does. Uh, but when you when you think of Wheeler, uh, Nola Nola would have gone seven innings, except um, there, there was there was some situation that arose. That Thompson said, "You know what? Uh, I, I forget what it was, but he said he would, Otherwise, he would have gone seven. He looked great. I don't think I've ever seen Aaron Nola pitch a better game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. It was unbelievable. Uh, Nick
2: had mentioned the uh, the the ten to nothing route and how that could you know just kind of killed their spirit. Uh, it. I think that." Um, uh, something like that, a, a good old-fashioned d- destruction like that can also motivate a team yeah. Yeah, to yeah. To, uh, uh, to really turn things around. I think more so if it would have been the first game if it was 10 nothing. but if you're setting them back down to zip, it may be enough to deflate their uh, expectations.
15: Well, remember last night with Texas and Houston, because Houston was down yeah. two games to none, and we were all saying, well, I guess it's going to be the Phillies-Texas in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. and and, uh, and then Houston came back and they won that game last night. Now it's two games to one. They can tie this thing up in game number four. So you you just don't know. I thought, you're right, the 5-3 game, the game, game number one, that Arizona team, I don't think they're long on pitching except for Zach Gowan, the South Jersey kid. But they're long on hitting and they're long on scrappiness. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were going to come back. And that really surprised me that they got blank 10 nothing. So I don't know if they took the starch out of them, but uh, mm. we're going to find out tonight. Not to get too... So cool. excited. It is. It no, is. It is. It's exciting. It's joyous. Uh, I you... love your haircut, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's just unbelievable. Very, it. You guys should go for Manny Petty. Yeah. You know what? Just the Petty. I don't do the Manny. You know, <laughs> a new but shirt I, to celebrate uh, it.
9: What's the shirt. My friends at Shaving Grace made a uh, an eagle shirt. And so, Shaving Grace. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's yeah, uh, that's close. Phenomenal shave, towel treatment. I'll Can I just sometimes.
15: ask if you don't mind? And I don't need to uh, mean to be didactic nor facetious, but <laughs> I would like that. What movie? Oh, <laughs> a, oh what, what, what a, movie? A, I don't a, know. Broadcast have, news? Yeah, no. So it's a it's, a, uh, it's um Make uh, it come. No, the Woody Allen movie with Nick Apollo Forte, uh, Broadway Danny Rose, Broadway Danny Rose. Oh, just yeah, could say right. it. I don't mean to be didactic, didactic nor <laughs> facetious, but that shirt. Um <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, I forget what
9: I was
3: We doing. still haven't got to,
15: to the class. But I think I this is a good time <laughs> to. It's your fault, You think
9: of yeah. it. I'm going to ask you a question. You think, I think of what your question, question was. question
3: didn't have to do with the show. It had to do no. with Broadway
9: Danny Rose. Oh, no, his hair. Shaving Grace. And the, yeah, the mid. Shaving uh, Grace. Barber chair. Uh huh. I fell asleep in the barber chair, hot towel treatment. Yeah. Is that, is that setting you off? Anything?
3: Nothing? We're trying right. to get to your question. You
9: remember right. you were going to oh, ask me a no. question? No, it was yeah, before, before gone, the barber thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I asked a question. It's and it's, on it's gone. All right, okay. gone.
0: Look at the pocket watch press and <laughs> swing swinging <you> back. <laughs> I'm going
15: to ask you something. Yes. All right.
9: And while I ask, you can keep thinking. Oh, all right. Um, I'm getting scared. Um, By anyway, the way,
2: Michael Bark and NBC Sports is with us sermon.
9: When did the format change so that the winner of the All Star game does not get to host the the World Series anymore? Because it was. Right.
15: I believe this year. Okay. I believe this year, and I think they, baseball's attendance, its viewership was going down over the years, and they wanted to come up with something that was going to keep uh, keep the interest in the sport. So they said, how about this? The winning team in the All-Star game will host the World Series. That that league will host the yeah. World Series. Mm. And now, I, I love the way it is now. Unfortunately, the Phillies lose the tiebreak to Texas, right. and that Texas would have the home field advantage. Right. But it's only been a year or two since they switched from that. But we would have have it if Houston were to win, correct, correct. Okay. which is yeah. weird
4: because Houston won the division, right?
9: Right, and Texas is a wild card team, yeah. But if Texas wins, we go to Texas to start the World Series. If assuming we advance, and why? Yeah, I don't know. Because head head.
15: Broadway, Broadway yes. Danny Rose. Broadway it's Danny it's Rose. <laughs> they started the season. I don't, Lou, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the reason is head-to-head. Head. Okay. So the Phillies, ready for this? They opened up at Texas to start this regular season. They got swept by the Rangers yep. to start the season. But they won two out of three against Houston. So all three teams have 90 wins. And and uh, the tie-break goes to Texas if Texas is in the World Series. But it goes to the Phillies if... Houston's in the World Series.
0: So, to your point, you you made about the, they they, were, they had been fighting waning viewership. Yes, and they, the the tweaks a little bit. They, yeah, the tweaks that they've made, in, including like the pitching clock and all that stuff. Uh, do you believe it's, it's phenomenal? It, it has, it's brought things back.
15: Phenomenal. Yeah. The big thing I think is the pitch clock. <clears> it keeps the game moving. Number two is they they ban the shift by making sure the infielders are on either side of second base and they have to have their feet uh, at least partially on the dirt of the. Infield that has made all that they increase the size of the bases by just a little bit to try to induce more uh, steal attempts. Yeah, I think it's well all that's worked. worked. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's worked. It's been great. And then the throwing over to to first base, you got two shots, and if 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 you miss on the third, then the then the runner gets. Get second base or any base if he's on second. Are you trying? How's uh, How's Ricky Bo feeling about everything? Because he's a realist
9: and um, he's the first to spot things that might go wrong. That name sounds familiar, <laughs> <laughs>
15: Ricky Bo. <laughs> he's doing. He's doing this good. This I'll tell shit. you what. I love this time of year because we're all packed in that studio. You got Ricky Bo. You have Ben Davis. Yeah, you, you you have Ruben Amaro Jr. and then John Clark and and uh, Corey Seidman, and of course Tom McCarthy are over at the ballpark. They're in Arizona and it's. There we are. I, uh, I, Mark, um, uh, Mark, our, our stage manager, uh, Mark Leonard, took that, and that is on a 360 degree camera. It's oh. really, yeah, it's really cool. You can actually see everybody on the other side of that lens if you widened out. It's That's pretty absolutely cool. Absolutely awesome. Actually, yeah. the
0: first time I saw you, Michael, was in Barcan and IMAX,
15: which was yes. very impressive. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's at the Sphere now. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know that in Vegas. It's it's yeah, amazing. Very impressive. <laughs> yes, with you too. <laughs> actually, it's Barcan and yeah. IMAX, and then you too. Right. Yeah. You're is, the headliner? Is, I'm the headliner. <laughs> yeah.
8: <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I they know am. they
15: can't follow yeah, I thought you knew that, Nick. Come <laughs> there's, on. There's please. no way we're following that. <laughs> 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 where the streets have no name. Oh, man. Oh, what else? Come on, man. Let's <laughs> keep well, it going. Let's go.
9: Have you been to the ballpark
15: in where Arizona? The three, four best friends. <laughs> <Yes>. Anyone <what laughs> could have.
9: <laughs> have you been out to the It used to be called the Bob. I don't even know what it's called anymore.
15: One it, time I was there. We were visiting. I went in just to say I went in and saw it. Uh and uh I I'm not a fan I'm Duff, not a fan. And they didn't like it either. She said yeah. she was there when the roof was closed. I've yeah. not been there for a game, but I, I did see the place. You said it seemed kind of high schooly. Uh
3: Yeah, I was there for the game. I, it just wasn't as impactful as Citizens Bank Park, which is what I'm used to. And, it, yeah, it felt like almost like it was like a minor league game or like a high school game. Yeah.
15: On the one hand, I am all for domed stadiums or retractable roof stadiums. Mm-hmm. On the other yeah. hand, I also feel like you should, you should feel as if you are in a ballpark, in not a you're in some yeah. monstrous structure. Right. And the the one park that seems to accomplish that the most is Miami because they have these, these uh, glass panels outside the outfield. And you can see out and you can see the Miami skyline. And that's what brings intimacy, I think, to a ballpark. Yep. You can do that in, in Boston, in, in uh, Chicago with Wrigley Field, and certainly here at Citizens Bank Park, you see that Philadelphia skyline. So... Yep. The vet was a cavern for goodness' yeah. sake. What do you think
0: about doming the uh, the link? People keep calling that that's <laughs> a battle that goes back and forth. Doming,
15: I'm, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah. I'm you know, it's, it's,
15: so. it's a little different in football. Yeah. But but it just makes for a better fan experience. I will say that if you're going to do it, I would do it in the manner. It's not a dome, really. It's kind of like an A-frame. It's Minnesota where the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Half of that roof is is uh, is glass or some kind of see-through material. Right. So you can see the sun. You 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 feel like you're they're playing outside and um it's worked out great
3: is it open or closed tonight Did...
15: i would think it's uh I would we think know? it's closed. Okay. It's I'm almost positive I heard it was closed just because the heat's still wow. such so in hot, Arizona. Yeah. Mm. I think it's 200 degrees there. It is 200. Wow. Yeah, 200? 200, 200 degrees, I, b- yeah. I believe. It's a And yeah, they have no AC. They, they, they actually they sold that air
0: conditioner sure to <laughs> an
15: iguana. <laughs> <laughs> it's a window unit. That's an old car It's a window joke. unit. It it turn was it on.
0: It's was so hot, I saw an iguana purchasing an air conditioner. Well, we have
15: to take a break here in just a second. No, man. No. But your coverage of the fills. Tell us about that. Mr. Thank Park, you so yeah. much. Certainly. Um we have a pregame program, and we open at four o'clock today, and uh, it's an hour pregame. and And I'll tell you what, the pre the, this is how you can tell that there's such a fervor for this team because the numbers have been up. Yes, people are they're so into the Phillies. Yeah, and um, we'll go out to Arizona, talk to Tom McCarthy, talk to John Clark, talk to John Clark's everywhere. Yes. Was, uh, talk to uh, Corey Seidman and then when the last out is recorded, we're right on. In the air, all right, yeah, with the post game show and all the it. interviews and the analysis with Ricky Bo. I hope he's calm tonight. If he's calm, <laughs> I have to, you know, I slip a Darvon. <laughs> Do you? Yes, you actually drug him. Yeah, I drug yeah, him, man, a, him if need be because sometimes yeah. he goes, he, you know, he can just the uh, click. You know, far. you got to watch that though. You don't yeah. want to go full Cosby on them. No, you yeah, yeah, you, yeah, no. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but it's so much fun. <laughs> I can't uh, just lay him down behind the desk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the action is happening today. It's it's uh, just so much fun right about now, and it really is. We'll be following along with Michael and his buddies, Thank and you, everybody Preston. giving us the rundown of what to look for and yeah. what we see afterwards. This so just it's, it's it's great. It's a
15: blast. By the way, there's another team that plays. In this town. Where? The Eagles. Oh, I've heard that. And of when guys we guys. come back, we'll take a half hour look. <laughs> <laughs> stick around for that. <laughs> all right, now. Justin go have a coffee. Good to see you, man. Thanks <laughs>
2: for being here. Michael love you Martin. all. Thank Thank you. we love you. Yay! NBC Sports Philadelphia. We're gonna take a break and we'll come back in a second. And we'll have one of your final chances to win 1000 dollars in Crumbum Cash, so stick around. B file coming up too. We'll be right back.
12: Hello, good citizens. Pierre Robert here. This Saturday night, join me and Jackie Bam Bam, along with Alicia Vitarelli and Bob Kelly. We'll be hosting a tribute to Jerry Blavitt at the Academy of Music on Broad Street, a star-studded evening with Darlene Love, The Intruders, The Happenings, Bobby Wilson, The Chantels, and Low Cut Connie. It's going to be a great night, and some tickets remain at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. But wait, there's more. The tribute continues Sunday morning at 7 Tune in to WMMR as Jackie and I pay homage to the boss with the hot sauce. We will co-host the final broadcast from Jerry's home studio. We'll play the very records he loved and shared so passionately over the Philly airwaves and some of our own. Please join us for a very special tribute you won't hear anywhere else. For the Geater with the Heater, Jerry Blavitt on 93.3 WMMR. Truly
1: everything that rocks.
12: Let's get some b file story.
1: No. that <laughs> Presents Kristen and Steves. Design final.
2: All right, brought to you by Sports and Social. Cheer on the birds. Just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social and Live Casino and Hotel Philly. You can watch a game on a 52-foot big screen with halftime contests, Bud Light giveaways, memorabilia, and a bunch more. A bunch more. So this happened in our state. A large feline spotted in Laura McCongey on Sunday. That police believe may have been a mountain lion was actually a feral house cat. <laughs>
3: okay, <laughs> who would do something like that? <laughs> Dude, guilty. Uh-huh.
2: Tom Keller, a fur bearer biologist for the Pennsylvania Game Commission, said uh, commission officials went Monday morning to Laura McCunchie to determine if a mountain lion had been spotted there. State police reported a resident had seen the large cat in the area Sunday morning. This thing is huge. Walk closer. Uh, Game commission staff used life-size cutouts. This is how they determine this. They used life-size cutouts of a house cat, a bobcat, and a mountain lion. Which they placed in the area of the original picture to determine what animal it was. They also examined scat and tracks in the area. Uh, based on the photos taken using the cutout in comparison to the original photo, it appears the animal in question was a large <laughs> feral house cat. By the way, so that's how they determined a it. F- a feral cat can get pretty big, not a- mountain lion big. No. no, but it. Listen, I told you guys I saw a cat uh, behind my house, and you for were sure a moment. Yeah. And it was black. Yeah. I thought a black panther <laughs> was on my hill. We talk about this all the time. It happens
0: in England. A, we, we bring yeah. it up constantly. Perspective. Yeah. It's because you have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. All right.
4: This is a dumb question, but is a mountain lion, puma, and cougar all the same thing? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay.
2: From what I understand. Okay. So Keller said what happens in these situations is that people will take pictures of an animal by zooming in, which they often throw off the sense of the scale to make the cat seem bigger than it actually is. He said we get hundreds of these every day. Every year That's
0: wild. When you talk about scat, a lot of people don't know that cougars can scat in case. It's pretty oh, is wild. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I, I think I might have audio yeah. of that. Hang on a second. Let me see if I can find it. So
0: it's been a very long time since a wild
2: mountain lion was found in the state. The last known eastern mountain lion was killed in Berks County in 1874. Wow. Yeah. The Game Commission has not been able to confirm a mountain lion sighting in decades, apparently.
0: Here it is, Steve. oh, oh, oh. Stallone, Oh, People thought I was a house cat, but I'm got claws. Right. Not
4: fat fingers. That's okay. It's all right. I liked it. It worked.
0: Oh, oh, it, worked. Oh, oh, it worked. It, worked. it, it totally worked. worked. It would not have been anywhere near as good. Oh. Stop oh. It's impressive. That they can make that kind of sound.
2: A fake lawyer who reportedly won all 26 of his cases despite having no legal training has been arrested in Kenya. A fake lawyer? Yeah, the man practicing under the name of Brian Mwenda, of Mwenda, 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 has been (laughs) accused of being a masquerader who had stolen the identity of a real lawyer called Brian Mwenda in Twiga not that Mwenda. the fake lawyer won all 26 cases in various Kenyan courts despite not having any legal training but he has now been arrested after his case caused public outrage and the branch had received many complaints he allegedly assessed the city the um uh, society's portal and had tampered with the account details of a man sharing the same name before uploading his own picture and claiming to be trained in law That's a lot of initiative. Uh, the real—he's just been hired by Klein and Mwenda. Brian Moenda, Antigua, uh, was contacted by the law society after he was unable to access his account, and realized that some of the details had changed, uh, and it was only until sometime in September when he attempted to log into the system, activating his profile, and he realized uh, with—I'm sorry—with the uh, intention of applying for his practicing certificate, certificate he realized he couldn't access it. Uh, while the case caused outrage, especially among. Legal officials, others deem the fake lawyer impressive. Huh? Kenya's uh, Central Organization of Trade Unions uh, told the BBC that he was a brilliant young mind who made it without traditional qualifications. Would
0: a zebra leave these kind of tracks? Uh, Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> director
2: of Public Prosecutions has said that Mr. Mwenda may face prosecution after he instructed the Inspector General to carry out an invest- huh. investigation. Well, somebody <laughs> should go into law then. He's yep. that good. I mean, once it gets out. <laughs> uh, in Washington State, a driver is recalling the moment when what looked like a boulder dropped from an overpass and onto his car, missing him by just a few feet. It happened early Thursday morning. Uh, Daniel Ventimiglia said for a couple of seconds, I was like, what happened? And then I saw the rear windshield and it was gone. His back window and trunk were completely destroyed. He said it was just a matter of seconds, and only a couple of uh, a couple of feet from hitting him behind the wheel. He said it was literally like hearing an explosion. It was a loud boom, wow. and I said I freaked out.
8: Freak out. <laughs> um, Freak out.
2: And apparently someone threw the rock. That's what Somebody, happened. Oh, okay. So yeah. it wasn't a full boulder boulder. It was just a large rock. No, it was a very, very large rock. Enough to smash the entire you know, trunk and windshield. Yeah, So yeah. I don't know how they did it. That
4: was a nice boulder.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and appara- a very nice boulder. Apparently this isn't the first rock-throwing incident that's happened in that area. Just last uh, year, police arrested a man for chucking rocks at cars at street level. As for Ventimiglia, he said that he is uh, glad he came out alive. He said he didn't really think twice about it until his wife brought it up to him. What about that b- Boulder. Yeah, you could have died, you know. Yeah. Coulda doesn't count. All right, then we'll do one more story and wrap up. In Savannah, Georgia, a resident is seeking answers after receiving a $1.4 million speeding ticket. Wow. After being pulled over in September. You were going 1,200,000 miles an hour. Uh, Snap Patel is his name. Snap Patel. And he said, I mean, I can't imagine someone would have to pay $1.4 million for not showing up for a speeding ticket. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the Yeah, that's the criminal defense attorney. Uh, Cotter Cato is a guy who was driving home when he was pulled over by Georgia State Patrol driving 90 and a 55. Uh, Cato said they knew he was going to get what's called a super speeder ticket, but he never anticipated the fine would be over a million dollars. He said, uh, 1.4 million, he said, the lady told me over the phone. I said, this must be a typo. And she said, no, sir, you either pay the amount of the ticket or you come to court December 21st at 1.30 p.m.
0: That has to be inaccurate.
2: Uh, Patel says you never pay over the maximum amount for tra- traffic violations and misdemeanor charges in the state of Georgia can go only go up to a thousand dollars I said it's a misdemeanor of a high and aggravated nature it will be five thousand but not 1.4 <laughs> million that's something that goes on to cases that are drug trafficking murders aggravated assaults and something of that nature can I write you a check so according to the courthouse uh, the fine for a super speeder ticket is set by the judge at the court appearance the balance in the E citation is a placeholder, not a fine. Oh. Anyone that is caught speeding 35 plus miles per hour receives the placeholder. Because it is mandatory. And the placeholder is apparently a million dollars. Actually, it's $999,999. So
0: they thought. That was the exact amount of the penalty. It gets them to come to court. Okay. Apparently. But they can charge you for it
2: if you don't. Wow. uh, I've never heard of that. Pretty outrageous. Yeah. Mm. All right. And there you go. That's
0: what I have. You need a good imposter lawyer to get you off. The bizarre file for you. All
2: right. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. And we'll get to the lesson question and the trash and the music news. They're right around
1: the corner. We'll be right back see what you've been hearing with wmmr.com's video on demand watch highlights from preston and steve shenanigans station events and take a peek behind the scenes at the station you'll marvel at how anything gets done around here wmmr.com
6: get social with preston and steve Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans.
7: I'm kidding! Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 20, Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopin'andWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
16: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, ihate dot singercom Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita Diamond Stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Uh, let's see, Going on, oh yeah, we got to give some stuff away. We have a lesson question, and for the prize today, we're going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks. Our buddy Bert Kreischer, Bert is going to be performing at the Tops Off World Tour Saturday, April twenty seventh, Santander Arena in Reading. And the question I'll ask for you this morning, uh, from about mm, six fifty this morning, who was the third guest when Tommy Lee was on Bill Maher's podcast? <laughs> It was Tommy, Bill Maher, and who else? What, or what else? Two one five two six three wmmr If you were listening, you know the answer. You should call right now because we've got a prize associated with this. Here the we
1: go. trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
2: Now, I'm going to guess that it's brought to you by the Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions in Glen Mills, the number one rated haunted attraction in America, open now through Halloween. You can get tickets and reserve your time now at thebatesmotel.com. What's going on this morning,
0: Steve? Well, Takashi 69 we all love Takashi 69 he's been arrested in the Dominican Republic after allegedly assaulting a music producer. The less than brilliant young rapper issued an apology to the producer and to quote all the domino Republicoids. Oh, hey! Britney Spears. I don't know if you saw this yesterday in a new book revealing that Justin Timberlake also cheated when they were together and stepped out many times with another celebrity. She claims Timberlake did his best to hide it, but she often found signs that he had been sleeping with Britney Spears. Whoa. Oh, my God! And Marion Doe, you know the Chargers fan who blew up on social media for her emotional reactions during Monday Night Football, is refuting a theory that she is a paid actress, said Marion, quote... The whole notion is so ridiculous and so insulting that I find myself driven to the depths of despair, lights dim, and seen.
8: <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, we are looking for the answer to this question, what Was the third who was the third guest when Tommy Lee was on Bill Maher's podcast, 215-263-WMMR. We are going to go to, let's see, Ron and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Ron, morning, bud. Gadzooks! brother! All right, so who was that third guest on uh, Bill Maher? Uh, that his
14: liver. His liver, yeah.
2: Right. Tommy's liver, to be specific. Yep. Yeah, hang on, Ron. So you got it right. We are going to give you a pair of tickets. As MMR rocks, Bert Kreischer tops off world tour Saturday, April twenty seventh at the Santander Arena in Reading, and tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.
1: Preston and Steve's Music News.
2: All right, so Saturday Night Live confirmed on social media that Foo Fighters are booked for October 28th. How
0: about that? Yeah. yeah.
4: One of my favorite comedians is the host, uh, uh, Nick Bar- Nate, Bar- Nate, Nate Bargazzi. Nate Bargazzi will
2: be hosting, yeah. And the last time the man made an appearance there was November of 2020, so it's been a handful of years, but they are back around, and they will be featured. Kiss kicks off the final leg of its end-of-the-road world tour farewell trek um, uh, today, and that will be at Heritage Bank Center in Cincinnati. The iconic group will play 26 more shows in North America, calling it quits on December 1st and 2nd at Madison Square Garden in New York City, where they got started. Uh, the usually stoic uh, Paul Stanley said that he is starting to feel emotional about the impending end of the band. He said to plan something and then to see uh, the end imminent. It's very different than seeing it far away. So yeah, there's Why don't certainly you
0: shake it off your pussy. There's
2: certainly. Is a reality that hits home. He said, You're on the train, and And you can see the station. Hector, Mm. Billy, Uh, the end of Tony, D O N I, (laughs) Tony,
0: T O N Y. And you could do T O N E, absolutely. Yeah. C-H-A-R-L-I. Charlie C H uh, A R L I C
12: H A R L I E.
2: The end of the road. So Ro- many chickens. The end of the road
0: world tour began January thirty first in twenty nineteen. So this is obviously they're 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 touring, but they will, as we said before, more than likely be one off shows here and there. I don't know. Do no. you think this is it? I think what it have might, you heard that I haven't? I think it might
2: be it. Uh, is it because of the chicken list? Though Kiss staged a purported farewell tour in 2000. Yeah, that uh, didn't take. No, which was the last of the with the original lineup. So many lineup. coffins to sell. Uh, Stanley and Simmons insist that the end of the road is a true farewell tour. Uh, Stanley said, despite the rumors, do not expect the original members, Ace Freeler, Peter Criss, join <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> that ain't ever happened. At any point of the current tour. Yeah. Uh, Eric Singer is Kiss's current drummer and Tommy Thayer is is its lead guitarist. Uh, let's see... see. Sorry. So much music news. Story stuck together here. Uh, former Five Finger Death Punch guitarist Jason Hook has shared a new single and video for Justice Will Be Done. Ah! Solo project is with his new band, Flat Black. Flat Black. Yep, and he's joined by singer Wes Horton and bassist Nick Dillett, or Dilts and drummer Rob Pierce. Uh, they made their live debut in August, opening for Godsmack. Hook commented on uh, his new band, saying, I feel like Flat Black is a secret I've been keeping for three years, and it's finally time to unleash this band to the world. Do you like their name, Flat Black? It's a it's little interesting. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you know a color, yeah, a flat black. So, I don't know. Uh, and in case I'm going to have this uh, clip at the end, okay. <clears throat> uh, it should be. It was from a few days ago. After a year of releasing singles on each full moon, Peter Gabriel has finally shared details about his new album Io. Uh, the press release describes it as twelve tracks of grace, gravity, and great beauty, and will be available on CD, Blu-ray, and vinyl on December first. He recorded a lot God
0: of it. Beeler.
2: at his home studio with musicians that he's worked with throughout the career his career and includes mass strings of the new blood orchestra huh. io will be gabriel's first album release in more than 20 years by the way so um we may not have no, the clips to play okay So, uh, Steve sent these over. Uh, This is Ozzy in an interview. You remember the the famous story of Ozzy Osbourne snorting ants. Yes. A line of ants. This was with Motley
0: Crue, With Motley Crue, a bad influence on Ozzy, who was really pretty much a choir boy.
2: And uh, he, is it over? I thought it was, uh, here it it is, yeah. There you go. Uh, So, this is him confirming that. Mm
0: -hmm. So, here we go.
16: To that point, did you actually snort ants? Well, yeah. Did he actually snort ants, Mum?
1: I was not there, thank God. I used to try and stay away from Motley when they were with Ozzy. I, I don't know.
8: Yeah. <laughs> I did. And
2: he then. Snorted ants. Uh, he would apparently pee himself on stage oh. all the time. Yeah. So here's uh, him talking about that.
16: Are you talking from experience? Yeah. <laughs> when
6: I'm on,
8: st- when, I, when I was on
6: stage. When, when-, when I was on stage, I used to go, off piss on the stage. Just piss. Cause we're anyway throwing water around. Oh Lord, thanks dear. for
3: sharing. <laughs> <laughs> that literally sounds like a conversation between my mom and dad. Really? Like when we ask my dad questions, she's like, "What? what? Scott, stop telling that story." And and it sounded like like it sounded like him saying, "Yeah." How I'm many? Like, it's true. How it's many true. stories? Uh, now. Uh,
0: do you think there's some apocryphal stories, seeking you know, slipping in there with this? Yes. The, okay, but Janice Joplin we, we is your mother. We yeah. don't
3: know, like okay. yeah, yes, Janice Joplin is definitely my mom. <laughs> um, I miss Mommy. Yeah, uh, but no, there's because def- there's other stories, and we're like, and that just everyone, becomes
0: part of legend.
3: Like, there's always somebody then, that can say yes, that's right. true. I was there, or you know, whatever. But there's some that come in and we all look at each other like, has anyone heard this before? Can anybody validate this? I love that.
2: I love <laughs> that. They're still there. There's still some secrets that will never be revealed probably and some that still trickle out.
3: Well, and and also stories that were not, like, is that true? We don't know. Okay. Like, maybe you, he made that up in his head and he thinks it's true. We don't know.
0: Do you jot them down or just have... I know. You should record them Steve, just for chronolo- chronology is what I'm attempting to say. My mouth not working today.
3: I gave him the same recording device that you gave your yeah. Yes. dad, yeah. and he has not touched it. He has it. not done it. No. I would
0: like to hear too it out.
2: <laughs>
3: it's not, though. It's like the easiest thing. You literally hit record. No, and I'm I... just
2: saying for your dad to go back and recount all that stuff. It's yeah. too much work. You know, he's I too know. busy he falling off ladders. <laughs> he lived it. Alright, that's it in music news. Let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's wrap this program up. Pay Bull, Letter of the Day for the Word of the Week prize. When we return... <laughs>
6: WMMR. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour is your shot at $1,000 in crisp college cash. Thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loans. Whether you've got a nifty knack for making a dorm room look like a posh Hollywood apartment, or maybe more of a pizza box and rock band poster vibe, show us. Make a short video. Start off with a, hey, Preston and Steve, and show off your decked out dorm room. Enter at our contest page at WMMR.com by 11 a.m. on November 2nd. Then, we'll put them up for a vote to see who wins. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. Presented by College Ave Student Loans. A better way to pay for college. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your school.
2: This Thursday morning, coming to the end of our program for the day. Moving on to bigger and brighter things. We would like to thank... Our guests on the show today, we had Murr, James Murray. From yeah. Impractical Jokers. He's going to be at the free library, and that will be on Monday. And there's a Q&A going on, David Zucker.
9: Which is uh, so cool.
2: Promoting his book called Surely You Can't Be Serious, The True Stories of Airplane. Uh, and uh, Merle will be there. They'll be talking about uh, a lot of the other Zucker movies as well.
0: Who knew he was uh, best friends with yeah. Uh, Zucker? Yeah. And uh, thank you also
2: to Mike Barkan. Yeah. Uh, and he is going to be doing the uh, pregame coverage today and postgame coverage uh, after the before and after the fills. Uh, we were just getting his take, and he thinks they're going to you know they're going to win today. And uh, we're stoked uh, to get this game underway, man. <laughs> uh, we will be at the Cora Love and Action Gala tonight, which has turned into the Love and Action Gala and Philly's Watch Party <laughs> Hotel Monaco in Center City Philadelphia. So the president's chief are receiving an award, which is uh, really cool. and We appreciate that, but uh, also since the game has such an early start, we'll. Be- be able to watch it,
0: I think it's really the game and featuring Preston and Steve show wins an award. Yes, yeah. uh, the
9: puppet show and yeah, finals, yeah, yeah. I, um, this is not a joke. You guys quite literally will, will be speaking in between innings, so yeah. there's going to be a TV commercial break. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be after the Phil's bat in the fifth or sixth inning. Yeah, go to commercial. Preston and Steve hop off on stage. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, move on. The game starts back up. All right. What's uh, the award? LLS. I mean not LLS. Jesus. Team Cora. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna not leave right, right now. Uh, it is Core. Each year, Core
2: recognizes. Individuals or organizations who have selflessly dedicated their time, talent, voice, and resources to empowering families, transforming communities, and affecting positive and lasting change that inspires others to take action. Wow. Yeah, that's what we're here cool. today. Yeah. Uh, and then I also would like to reiterate what we are doing. Uh, we made an announcement this morning it's the Preston and Steve Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. <laughs> And if you live in a dorm room or you know someone who does, you need to be aware of this because we have a $1000 prize to give away and it is courtesy of our friends at College Ave Student Loans. And all you have to do is make a short video of how awesome your dorm room is. And you start it off by saying, "Hey Preston and Steve." And then you can just follow the information at prestonandsteve.com, but we'll post that up. We'll put we'll get votes going and then we'll we'll get a winner a $1000. Can't wait to see some of these submissions. Yeah.
0: I'm so nosy.
8: Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be cool.
12: Uh, how you doing, Pierre? Excellent, thank you. Fantastic. Lovely day outside, is it? Yeah, yeah. perfect fall day. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, you can always tell when Bill Weston rides his motorcycle. Yes, um, <laughs> uh-huh. that it's a perfect day outside, and he's uh, organized enough to look through the rest of the day. And uh, if he if he brought his motorcycle, you know, good it, weather, it's going to be yeah. a good day all the way through. Absolutely, it'll be made
2: that much sweeter by your radio program. Oh, you're the best. Thanks, man. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, Shall we marry me? Did you give me a letter?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll take it. Preston and Steve (laughs) on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter.
2: All right, and the Preston and Steve show, brought to you today by the letter V, as in victory. All right, and we have uh, we're hoping for a victory tonight, and we're hoping for one more letter tomorrow and a victory for you, winning a four-pack of tickets and a photo op with the amazing John Cleese for his show and evening with the late John Cleese, Wednesday, October twenty-fifth, Kimmel. Center Academy of Music and uh, tickets are on sale now at KimmelCulturalCampus.org so we will give that away tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Uh, what's happening on the program today?
12: We have a lot of things going uh, last week for Crumbum Cash noon, uh, 3 and 5 today for example. Um, we've got uh, a request for a block of positive songs, huh. upbeat energetic songs uh, to, get, uh, to get you through so we're going to do that. Um, then we're going to do either the Doors or the Drop kick murphy's i'm not sure which oh um but it'll be a d band d or d doors <laughs> or Dropkick. kick you think it right. was gonna say d bags
8: yeah, yeah.
12: <laughs> there's that Watch too d bags <laughs> and um then bill had an idea for another theme block of uh songs with bands named phil and right them. oh yeah phillies yeah um, so we m- might get to that today. Okay. Um, I really don't know. Okay. But stay with us Stick and we will find out.
2: Yeah, we'll find out together.
12: You have to be moved in a certain way. Well, we're going to follow the wind the, rec- uh, the way it goes. Right. And not sail against it, which I often Like do. the Vikings of York. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel it glowing now. Isn't that leaf it's Robert? A, <laughs> it's a southwestern. <laughs> You've heard of nor'easter. It's, it's the
0: South- southwester. Yeah. This is the southwester. That's how you get today. back.
12: Wow. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to take this a moment to thank our sponsors, President <laughs> Steve Show. Sometimes I don't know how to get out of it. <laughs> uh, brought to you by <laughs> Duncan. The President of Steve Show runs on Duncan. Uh, tomorrow for our No Sad Bro Friday, uh, we have some friends that are going to be joining us. This is great. We are going to have uh, comedian Michael Yo in the yeah. studio. Hey, Yo. We will have comedian Jared Freed in the studio. Wow. We will have... Adam Weiner of Low Cut Connie in yes, the studio. Yes.
12: Getting ready for the Jerry Blavitt tribute, which is taking place. A uh, few this tickets weekend. remain, by the way, for the show Saturday night and our big show Sunday from 7 to 10 on the radio. Absolutely. All right, that is it. We're done. Rage
2: on. Have a great day. And there was one more thing. Oh, yeah, go film! Yeah! See you again. Bye bye.
6: 3
11: 3 Before Shopify were you wondering where are my sales at Now you're selling with Shopify the global commerce platform supercharging your selling you have no problem selling online in person on social media and beyond Gary easy on the ching